Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is fucking talking shit with Eagle episode 224, the motherfucking wormhole, hopefully you guys are doing pretty well tonight, very sorry on the late start, holy cow, fell asleep, fell asleep, guys, two nights in a row listen to myself in the background here get check going just in case somebody does pop up says five watson hello everybody says me and chat how you guys doing my check going how's everybody doing tonight magma sees first one on the list how you doing? Get my stuff going here. Wonder who that is. Man, it feels weird tonight for some reason. No music. Yet something feels awry. What's up, Ian? Check this message. Ah, it's Mr. John. Chat should be working now, Mr. John. Damn it, Johnny. Live chat going. Cheers, everybody. Rumboy7426. Voodoo Ultras. How you guys doing? Hey, what's up, Eagle? What's going on, Johnny? Man, that was a great, that was a great thing last night, man. Freaking hurt, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's freaking painful, but I loved it. Yeah. I loved it, man. It was just, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's funny. At the very end, there was a lot of folks that thought that was a live show. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I don't know how. Maybe they're just not used to the the rerun thing. Yeah, I was surprised, yeah. to be honest with you. You know, in some aspects, I you know I do understand that it was you know uh, a tribute episode and all of that. But uh, I was surprised at the numbers. You know, I was sitting there watching last night, and you know, like it was like eighty, eighty-five. You know that you know was tuned in for a rerun. <laughs> yeah. Tuned in for a rerun. Yeah. I couldn't believe that uh, you know, the show had pulled down that kind of numbers for a rerun. But I was well, being Valentine's Day, being Valentine's Day and the fact that it was his birthday too, you know, and a tribute. I think that had a little bit. I think well, I would have I actually thought that Valentine's Day would have been like net worked negatively towards it. <laughs> you know, everybody out there, significant other. Hopefully, right, right. hopefully getting a little, hopefully getting right. some. Hopefully getting <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I agree with that. I got to shut this thing here so I can see. It's blinding me through the uh, screen. I don't know how it is for you guys. I had totally planned on coming on at like 1.30, 1, 1.30 and fucking completely crashed out again. Yeah, I... I thought you were too, you know. That's why I came on you and know. said, "Hey, you know, what's up? 
This is this is no word of a story, no word of a lie right here, Johnny. Uh, I fucking I was, I fucking I passed out, man. I my as I get older, I I should be being checked for diabetes because uh, anymore when I eat, I fucking I go down, I go down. So I'd went all day without eating, and then I ate, you know, about seven thirty. Fuck about a half a pizza and fucking just went face down. Just went face down. <laughs> I went and fucking took a nap and I was out, man. I woke up briefly. I think I looked at my phone. It was like 12. And I meant to get up then. And I passed back out and fucking woke up at like 2. It was almost 2. And I felt my eyes starting to close again. You know what I mean? To fall back out. And this is where I'm saying this is no word of a lie. I heard a voice in the back of my head that said, get your fucking ass up. Don't you cancel out on them fucking people again. Don't you fucking cancel out on them people again. And I fucking practically rose up. I was like, holy fuck. You're right. I can't cancel out <laughs> these people again. Yeah, we respect you, brother. <laughs> we, all, we all have our times so and we need to catch up. <laughs> Today... I was, uh, I got up early, did a bunch of stuff, went, paid my rent because I hadn't been able to get a hold of the manager lately, my lot space. And, uh, and I got back, I took my dog for a walk. I got back and man up, I, I just dropped. I had no energy left after that. And I passed out. I didn't wake up till about five, six o'clock in the afternoon. No. Couldn't believe it, you know, just dropped out. Boom. So you're not the only one that's going through that. There's uh I don't know what that is. Not much. Yeah. I well, yeah, I know. (laughs) Makes me worry about us both, Johnny. Makes me worry about us both. Yeah. I know I know that when I'm uh low on energy and I eat something. My body just wants to lay down and relax after, you know? You know, the last time I got my uh, medical card, my uh, that guy, that doctor was the, actually the guy that got on my ass about that shit. And he was like, man, you got to start making some better choices. The way he explained it to me is, he said, every time I eat, basically, uh, my body's produced in uh, insulin spike because yes. my body doesn't know how to process it all at once. And then I get that insulin spike. And then what basically happens is your body's shutting down because it don't know how to deal with the, the sudden spike of the insulin. So that's its, its defense and saving itself is shutting down. Yeah. Well, I know I only eat once a day, so... When I get yeah, my meal me in, it wipes me out, you know? That's so, me. That's Yeah. I'll tell you the same thing the doctor told me about that shit. He was like, quit that shit. Quit well, that shit today. there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing Start I can do about it. fucking snacking through the day. I know. I'm the same way. I'm the same way, Johnny. I used to. It used to be that work till the end of the day and then get that meal in and pass out. It used to be the, the routine. Yeah. And, the routine yeah well i you know before before my diverticulitis really kicked in 
man, I'd eat three meals a day. No problem. You know, I'd have my, my breakfast stuff, my lunch, my dinner. But now when I eat, my diverticulus victorlitis is kicked in so bad that when I eat, it feels like I'm eating bricks, you know. When it gets into my stomach, it's just really, really heavy, you know, and and it's it it hurts to digest the food. So, you know, since it hurts so much to digest the food, I just don't eat as much. You know, it solves solves a little bit of discomfort throughout the day. You know, it's no good though. I know. Cheers, Bingus. Um, Bingus. I wanted to, uh, yeah, Bingus is just rolling through chat there i also wanted to by your reminder thank you was uh today's miranda family farm's birthday yeah is it, miss, is it jane dirt's or is it his is it miranda family yeah. farm's birthday miranda. is it jane dirt's well miranda family farms i know it's his birthday today okay okay yeah i yeah, know they, they, they're a couple there so i wasn't for sure if it was hers or his because it was on hers, I seen it on her page too. Well, she was probably sure was... announcing about him. <laughs> uh, Unless maybe her birthday is I, 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 I read it, and when as I read it, I was a little confused if it was his or hers. So it could, it's probably his. It's probably his. Yeah, probably right. Well, well, they are they're entangled. They know each other, so you know that that would definitely make sense. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we had a conversation the other day, you know, before DOA's uh, session, and uh, working ourselves up to it, you know, because he and I both right talk on. to DOA at least twice a day, you know, sometimes more. <laughs> the man had a lot of stuff to say, and I was willing to listen to him, so he would call, you know. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was different to watch yesterday. It was <laughs> nice look back. It sure it was, was. Nice look back. I mean, you you could see, man, it's it's it was refreshing, kind of, you know, to see his. Oh my God, his smile and his his laughter was just, it was just so it was just as infectious. Last night as it was before, you know. He just. You know, you know the the best part of last night was for me. Emma. Emma. Yeah. Emma, not just not just that, but uh, it was it was having seen her in chat, but moreover, it was the chance for her to get to see her dad tell the dad stories about exactly Emma that she probably exactly. otherwise wouldn't have heard. Was the, yeah you know, the highlight of my night, you know, I seen her in chat. And then when he started talking about her, I was like, man, this is the shit that, you know, our kids want to hear, but never hear, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. When, as parents, when we talk about them and shit, and uh, it was nothing but kind words for, her. And, you know, I was glad, glad that she was able to come back and see that, you know, that was and he, he unprovoked what he said about her. You know what I mean? That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was DOA. Man. He was showing his love the way he could, in the way he knew how. You know, and, and, you know, when we had our conversations, he was even more prevalent at that point, you know, because he was just, 
doting over her and his, his comments, you know? Awesome. Loved it, every bit of it. I'm so glad that she came to experience the man that we knew, you know? What's up, Bingus? Bingus, sir. How are you? Good to see you, baby. See you too, sir. Yeah, I do. Great job. Yeah. And I agree, uh, having his daughter show up, that's pretty cool. I got choked up a couple times, I got to be honest, man. Oh, man, I blew up, man. I was... I, my eyes were so worn out at the end of the day. I mean, it, it took till, I think that's why I was so tired today. It was emotionally exhausting. It's, it is, man, because you hear him talking about life and. And he know. knew it. I didn't want to go there. He knew it, you know. It's. Uh, he, he brought it all back, though, with the cucumber story. It might have been sad oh for God. everybody when the cucumber story came back around, though. That I'm sure that brought oh, everybody was, a smile. That, oh, my God. I fell out of my chair when I heard that second time. That was too good. <laughs> so, yeah, great job again, Eagle. Yeah, I, last night was a nice reminder of how lucky I am to do this. You know, I watched DOA, but as I was watching DOA, I was reflecting back on, you know, the 300 and some nights that I was lucky enough to do this and all the other great people have been able to spend time with as well. And I thought, wow, what a, what a fucking journey it's been this last year. You know, it's, all documented. it's all documented too, bro. And yeah. I'm working on two. I'm working on two guests. Of course, uh, the one music guy. And then I, I came across somebody through my cousin out in Pennsylvania. Right. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking into uh, going to have a conversation with her tomorrow as well. See if we can't get somebody else on here to. Uh, and she's uh, big time in the hemp business, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, well, I heard my cousin talking about her, and I said, well, shoot, give me that number. I want to talk to her. <laughs> you know? Let's get this stuff spread, you know? That love out there. I like it. Yeah. Are you doing a great job at it, buddy? You'd be happy to know, Bingus, I am the proud father of three Bingus Blue Miles, all three germinated, and they're now standing properly. Awesome, man. It's awesome. I uh, can't wait to see. Just took down a number one. I just took, harvested the number one Pino today, and I was, it was it, probably 42 inches, okay, in height, and I clipped it and I turned it upside down and went, yeah. You know, when you turn it upside down, you just go, oh yeah. Some weight to that. <laughs> yeah, you know it's gonna be some weight, so. Uh, nice. I hope you get a few good phenos there, by golly. <laughs> I know I have, <laughs> let me just say that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love those pictures in the back. Yeah, I thought, why not just give a little it's variety? Bringing, it's like, bringing me memories. Like a screensaver. Yeah, it's bringing me memories. Good time. Good. Beats the trees all the time. You know, I don't, you know, sometimes I come up here quite often and it's only because I love you guys. I don't ever mean to, uh, like, try to crowd anybody out. I, if somebody wants to come up here, please feel free to come up. And I mean, the wormhole is open to all, quite frankly. You know, it's not yeah. just because Pingus wants to come up here. <laughs> what's up, Red Pill? Hey, what's up? What's up, everyone? How are you doing, man? Good to see you. Yep, good to see you guys, uh, too. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Yeah, I, I also thought that cucumber story was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to meet DOA last night, man. DOA was uh, he was one of a kind. It really was. There's, there was a lot of parts in there where you know every bit of more of the story I heard was something that I could relate with. You know, especially with the getting to meet Subcool and you know grow a relationship with him and all that. It's awesome. And that's the thing about this uh, this show, Eagle, is that we get to we get to know people, you know. Truly get to know the personality of who they are. That's a blessing, you know. Every time, like I, I was sitting watched it. It was it was a real weird watching myself. That was one real weird thing about watching. <laughs> <laughs> was watching so much time of myself but there was one point there where uh, I talked about uh, damn now I'm getting a little tongue tied there uh, the early days you know why I started doing this and uh, I told DOA the story of wanting to know like a little, a little deeper about people and then I sit there and I, I wondered if the there was one person where I, I, what I said to DOA that night and what I've said many a nights, I had that conversation long, long, long before this with old Hermit Hash, old man Hermit Hash from the Pros uh, Grow Show. There, he was one of the ones that helped helped uh, kick it all off there, and uh, first one to kind of disappear. But I, when uh, things were early on there, it was like, like the Motor City, Motor City Cup there in uh, Clio. We were sitting there in the tent and uh, had everybody around us. And I'm sitting there talking to him. You know, everybody else is talking to can about cannabis and shit. And I'm like, well, you know, we've, we've talked cannabis all day today. Yo, fuck that. You know, I want to know about you, brother. Yo, what, what do you do besides cannabis and shit? And I think that's, that day was the genuine, the first I got to know more episode. about, yeah, I got to know more about people than cannabis. You know what I mean? I enjoy talking to cannabis, but it can't be the only thing, you know, that was the one, that was the day I started wanting to know more about people uh, that I was meeting all the time than just cannabis. But those words exactly that old man who were hanged. 
I want to know more about people besides this. It was funny that I watched that. And that was that was the instance that came up was that conversation with the old Herman Hayes. And I was like, I remember that conversation. It was weird. So many weird points last night in watching. It's cool, though. The cool thing is, like I was saying, it's all documented, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We were able to do that. Yeah. In the beginning, Bingus, I used to go back and uh, speed through them. Uh, Jack Greenstock uh, got me in the habit a long time ago of uh, when this started, to when I was watching content, to watch it uh, speed up the, the pace on it. So I don't watch everything in 2.0 anymore. I usually watch uh, things around 1.5 or 1.75 if I'm doing a rewatch or it's an audio, audible book. I listen to it in like well, 1.75 double speed almost. And so I used to go back and uh, the next day and listen to the shows in 2X because what I found out early on, and I'm still a little guilty of this, but I seem to be absorbing way more these days. It's a lot of times in them earlier uh, interviews, uh, I would miss a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? I was talking to people and, you know, I was hearing their story but a lot of it so not a lot of it but some of it wouldn't stick because i was so into the interview and trying to think of uh like the next question you know trying to stay ahead of the conversation to keep from any you know blank spots that i uh, i might not have took everything in so i found out when i was going back through the 2x i was like man i am like missing a lot of the conversation here you know, I'm here, but I'm so trying to be in the future that it's not sinking. And uh, I couldn't believe a lot of times when I'd go back how much I've missed the night before. And uh, it's hard to multitask and stay connected. It is. Yeah. yeah, that is important to do as the host. It's very hard. Hey, it's not easy. You do a good job at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I uh, went back and like you said, we talked about uh, a couple nights ago or whatever, Indra. I went to uh, try to find the Indra episode. I couldn't find it, but I, I did watch uh, the Kevin uh, Jodry episode. And uh, I did like how you did that too. You know, there wasn't much dead air, you know, with, uh, with as deep and entailed as this story was, you know, every time he ended up you know, uh, coming to a stop with the story, you did a good job of, you know, continuing on listening and paying attention and leading the direction or conversation into the next bit of, you know, what, whatever sequence. Well, yeah, I tried finding the Indra episode. Just can you go to the there. I'm sorry, Bingus. Go ahead. I was saying, I, I, I searched Eagles Channel on several interviews. I just used the search thing and typed the person's name, and it usually pops right up. I did that. I, 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 I knew I'd have a hard time actually scrolling through the channel, so I actually uh, typed it into the search, and it didn't even come up as not even the first five results. Really? You know? Yeah. Maybe he's special. <laughs> that sucks. Down my end. Huh. 
So there you go. YouTube's not 100%. I'll find it, even if YouTube doesn't want me to. Well, I can I can search my channel with that box that Vinglis is talking about. When I go to my YouTube creators page, it, there's a search box that searches nothing but my channel. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I can. Yeah, here you go. You got you got a pen? Uh, I'll remember it. What what episode? They're episode 80, 84, 132, and uh. 283. Okay. Four episodes. 80, 84, 132, 283. Yep. All in dread episodes. Alrighty. Sweet. I know what I'm watching when I can't find anything uh, when there's not enough <laughs> subscription feeds tomorrow. That was the one tool that uh, I found, man. I was like, holy shit, man. That's a nice tool right there. <laughs> Being able to fucking that box, man. It's handy. Twisted right, roots yeah. popping in. Man, I'm looking for Smiley. Man, I'm hoping Smiley pops up. Talking about yeah, inspirations, I, I watched this video today. I was like, wow, dude. He's got I know. Starting going on there, shit. Yeah. That was that was man. Someday. <laughs> the beautiful garden. Yeah, I was very impressed. I was like, wow, and all the different strains. I'm like, God damn, dude. <laughs> it's a dream here, you know. Go on. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Bingus. Johnny. I don't know who else is here. That's Red Pill. Red Pill, what up? What's up? Happening. Freezing up here in Michigan. Freezing everywhere here. We had, we had snow in Oregon. I can't hear you guys for some reason. Let me turn my it's, volume up. It's lizard. There we go. I'm in yeah. Wisconsin and we got we got nine inches of snow and it's negative nine with the wind chill. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, heck, Galveston uh, or along the coast in Texas, they're getting snow. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm getting friends Texas showing me pictures. They don't know what to do. What? Do you remember? Do you remember? I told you guys this was coming. They were making snowballs and screaming, oh, I got frostbite. I go, you don't even know what frostbite is. <laughs> yeah. Your hands are cold, that's all. That was funny. We got Zippy Pinhead Olo. Hello, my fellow tool. How you doing, buddy? What's up here? Madam T popping in the morning. Oh, yeah. Just looking for a sleep. <laughs> down to the yeah, roads. One more day. That's... You're down to the roads, brother. Oh, yeah. I got to roll another one. Heck yeah. That was uh, a joint from the park. I just got back from the park with the dogs and shit. I take them all late at night. It's all weird because, like, until it will eat other animals. So. You don't have to feed them. Uh huh? You don't have to feed them too much, then. 
Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so I, I take my stoner nap, and then I wake up at nighttime and take him out, come back. So I came back, and I was, like, searching the YouTube there, and I was like, damn, like, nobody's on. And I ran across Hamilton Homegrown, and I'm like, oh, Eagles Live, hell yeah. And I saw him, like, 10 people on there. I'm like, I've been lurking in the background, smoking my joint, rubbing my dog down. <laughs> she got a terrible rash. I'm taking it. She got a vet appointment tomorrow. How you guys been? Been good. Been great. I caught Red Pill show the other day. You guys were talking about DOA or whatever. I didn't catch that. I've been sleeping the last couple of nights, but I caught Red Pill. I think that was the last show I caught a couple of days ago. Good one. Yeah. And splendid. Expanding the platforms and the shows on now. I'm actually running the reruns on the Weave Tube now, trying to cool. gather up some of that audience and uh, got the, the podcast side of things now is on uh, six platforms. Wow, in, uh, building. Well, that's awesome. It's on I, iTunes and uh, Spotify and all that. And uh, surprisingly, uh, I uh, the Apple. Apple Podcast is the one of the biggest uh, listeners on there. I didn't think I'd even make it on Apple, but I did. Do you, do you know the ranking as far as what number you rank as? Oh, probably. It's probably no, I don't. I'm probably pretty glad I don't. <laughs> Spotify has probably got a pretty big list there. Yeah, one of the podcasts I watch. Uh, they uh, they publicize or announce their their you uh, whatever um itunes and uh, apparently they're in the 125 breaking for podcasts oh nice pretty good that, yeah that's really honorable i would think in that sea of podcasts it's hugely honorable show out smiley's gardens popping in smiley smiley Man, oh, your man. your garden's looking sexy, Smiley. Thank you. Yes, yeah. beautiful. Smiley. Uh, made my jelly bean look stupid. Yeah, <laughs> they got big, dude. They're gonna be huge. Oh my, they're huge, man. They're gonna be literally. They're gonna be treats. They're supremely <laughs> overbed. So <laughs> very impressive, too. Yes. Thank you. Hey, get a room twisted. I know, right? <laughs> this dog, man. Yeah, I love that dog, man. <laughs> big cuddle, big cuddle bear. Jeez, I'm trying to roll a joint and shit, though. <laughs> yeah. That's funny when dogs do that shit. They're sure. like, I know you're trying to do something, but you're not going to right now. Because <laughs> oh, I'm here. He'll paw the tray. He'll paw the tray and get me. Big dog, man. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty controllable, though. Pretty nice. They want to take him in the vet, though. So he's also, he, they wouldn't refill his medication without taking him inside the vet. And I'm like, no, no, no. We have an agreement during COVID-19. You guys know he gets these allergies, and you guys agreed that you would keep continuing his medication mm -hmm. they're like well we can't 
we're going to have to bring him in. I go, well, not without me. And they're like, well, we can't do that. I'm like, so it's so bad that you can't have one person walk through there. Because I'm like, if you guys lose control of this 200-pound dog and he attacks some dog, you're not putting him down. <laughs> I was like, I'll put you all down. <laughs> you know, and you're like, well, we're going to have to figure something out. I'm like, yeah, you figure something out because it ain't happening. <clears throat> I, I, I missed it. What kind of dog? Oh, he's uh, two parts Mastiff, two parts Pitbull. Okay. Yeah, I have yeah. I I don't know the purity of the how much I have. I have a pit bull, but uh, two hundred pounds. The first dog I thought of that comes to my mind is uh, you know Caucasian shepherds. Uh oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah they're huge dogs. I if I ever have uh, livestock, that's the kind of dog I want. Yeah, that's that's this dog. So he's a uh, he's a uh, Neapolitan mastiff. Uh, American uh, Mastiff and uh, or American <clears throat> American Band Dog, a Neapolitan Mastiff, uh, a double XL Merle Pitbull, and an American Staffordshire Terrier Pitbull. Nice. So, yeah, he's a pretty big dog. I'd, I'd <laughs> love to do a genetic test on mine to see exactly how purebred he is. Heck yeah. Yeah, he's super freaking horny now. Time, you know. No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, watch your watch your leg there, Chris. Yeah, no, no. Um, I, <laughs> my boy, my boy still has for, his balls too. So yeah, he goes for the female bulldog, but she's fake and she's tiny. It would kill her. <laughs> That's what I would I would actually love to. Uh, I like the old English bulldogs. Yeah, my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, if I could breed him, if I could breed him to anyone, I'd like to find one of those. Yeah, yeah, that's my service dog is a bulldog, English bulldog, not the old English bulldog, just mm -hmm. old English bulldog. She's pretty small though. So Smiley, I gave some, I gave a little time there. But do you feel? Do you feel? Are you feeling lighter over there? Yeah, and nobody said nothing. What I, I when when we talked the other day, man, you, I I, I kind of thought you were bullshitting a little bit. I thought he it was just it a light grazing, oh, a light grazing. Yeah, cut off. Yes, yeah, brother Smiley. Fuck yeah, got a trim up, bro. Looking good. All sharp. Got my hairs trimmed. Yeah, dude, that was a bit, man. <laughs> I, I can't, I don't know, it is what it is now, but the, yeah, it's, it's like a friend and a patient, and she cuts hair or whatever, and like, my, that's what you need. My normal place I was going shut down, so she, yeah, like, and I go over there just shaggier than hell, you know, so it's like, whatever, she's cleaning her up, and I'm like, you know, just take the sideburns off, whatever, and She's like, oh, you want me to clean it up? And she'll, I'll just do that real quick. And I'm like, sure. And yeah, she's like doing the sides, does the sides, kind of gets up under the chin. I thought she was just like sharpening it up, you know what I mean? Making the, the line up under the chin, getting it up off the neck or whatever. And all of a sudden just, won't. I'm like, oh, you're just taking it all right the fuck off. He's <laughs> like, oh my God, you didn't want me to? I was like, oh, fucking loan me for how long I've had this fucking like, 
this one day you're just gonna chop the bitch off. Uh, yeah, and then I see half fucking shaved one, and she's just like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Well, at least square it up or something. It ain't gonna fucking reattach now." Shit. Oh, <laughs> No charge, right? Oh, uh, no. She was. She's like, no charge forever. I'm gonna cut your hair forever for free. I'm like, whatever, man. It, shit happens. Everybody's allowed a bad day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> oh my god, it's hair, dude. It'll grow back. It is. Hey, you know what's awesome though? Now you and Spartan both have your own unique stories of how you guys lost your beard this year. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So. Oh, that's, that's, right. that's pretty, it's kind of cool. You look good, at least. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's a little cold now. It would have been nicer yeah. to do something like that in the summer, probably. <laughs> yeah, going from transferring from the truck to the garden is a little chillier now, right? <laughs> it is, dude. It's fucking freezing. <laughs> it's it was like it out, man. It was fucking, I don't know where you guys are in Michigan, but it's fucking blizzard out, man, right now. Yeah, it was so rough today. I was in t-shirt and shorts walking my dog. Uh, no, it was uh, it was so bad tonight. Like the bad where the winds blowing, the wind is blowing and it's snowing. So like you can barely see to the end of your headlights, kind of thing. And like, and then the road is completely covered. And it so. Is so you're kind of gauging where you're at on the road by like your periphery or like looking for mailboxes and shit and like <laughs> trying to judge where the side of the road is just because I mean yeah I went by a guy on the way home that drove right into the ditch because I mean I got oh. kicked up whatever and the whole road was covered I mean it's pure white you can't see yeah, I feel the white lines or nothing like it's yeah. yeah and he just drove right into the ditch you know but, yeah. that's, that's scary. That's scary. I know it was yeah. weird, man. I stopped to ask him if he needed a hand and shit. And he just, I think he was kind of freaked out by it. Like, I don't know. He seemed really on guard. Like he was like, Well, yeah, I'm good, man. You know, like I don't want nobody around me. Like I'm good, bro. It's like, all right, man. I just didn't want to drive by you and got- fucking leave you here at two in the morning. You know, like he might Yeah, everybody's uh, infected these days. You can't get help. Yeah. I'll give you a ride. I don't got a toe strap, but whatever. I'm fucking make sure you're not gonna freeze in your car. <laughs> like, but yeah, he didn't want nothing to do with help at all. He was like, "Nope, I'm good, good, all right, buddy." It makes me think either he was tore up or he was carrying. <laughs> way, I was just saying, I couldn't drive by the guy and not say, "Hey," you know what I mean? Like, right. He had yeah. help on the way, or what the fuck, you know. It's... Here's Jack. Here's Vegas. Jack. So we're going to pop in and say hello. Oh, yeah. Hey, you Jack. Hanging in there. Popped, uh, popped in before I could read your comment, Jay. <laughs> You're right, though. Smiley is setting the bar, not only in the gardens, <laughs> but for Grandpa's, man. Yeah. <laughs> He is probably the fucking youngest looking grandpa you'll ever see, man. It's hard to look at that grandpa status right there, man. He looks about like 30. How'd he be a grandpa at 30? <laughs> I know now it's all baby face, man. I'm getting caught. 
It's funny, you, man. It's you, like you that. Beat me in the you beat me in the garden and you beat me in the grandkids as well, buddy. Uh, I'm getting lucky in the garden, man. This is the Sorry, Jack. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. I was just going to say, uh, shit, are me and Smiley the only ones growing healthy plants out here? No, I'm just kidding you, shit, Smiley. Uh, they're looking good for sure. But uh, I definitely try to keep it to that push to be close to that level that you're presenting out there. Don't always accomplish it, but it feels good when you do. That's for sure. Earth boxes definitely help when you uh, get a good mix going and you're doing the testing and putting in the work. Cheers, Red Pill. I really appreciated your uh, information about the glaucoma the other night. Yeah. Um, I think it was cool that you opened up. And I'd never heard the numbers of ocular pressure before. I'd always mm -hmm. heard that cannabis was good for glaucoma and it helped a lot of people, but I've never heard somebody actually say like, I went from this score to that score. And like my family saw that when I used cannabis, it helped so much that they sort of couldn't deny it anymore. And I think the people need to hear that kind of stuff because cannabis is in my opinion, the greatest medicine on the planet. Yeah, most, most definitely. The uh, normal eye pressure for any of you guys would probably test between 12 and 14. You know, it's always in the low teens of healthy ocular pressure. And then whenever they see anything over 40, that's when they almost want to go in for an emergency surgery. Wow. So, so I, have, I have a question on that a little bit, because like a lot of people, especially when they first start smoking, they're less uh, experienced with cannabis, their eyes get really red. So is it like, does the blood flowing to your eyes limit the pressure? Or is there some sort of, it's making your eye work better because it's <laughs> bringing more blood there? Or is there any knowledge on the- so, sort of There definitely was- it, it definitely probably was more negatively, uh, you know, stigmatized just because people know you're high or supposedly will, you know, guess that you're high just based on the red eyes. But when I would smoke, you know, back in high school, people, every single person that I would smoke with right after the session would put eye, eye drops in their eyes because they have to go back to school and look at a, a teacher in the face. And for one, I, I never want to do that because I always thought of, you know, the negative side effects of those eye drops and drying out your eyes. And then two, knowing the benefits of it and uh, whether it is helping someone else, like maybe it by some percentage lowers everyone's high pressure whenever that uh, seems to happen, whenever you break uh, blood vessels. But to me, because I knew that I'm benefiting from it on some medical standpoint, I won't want to get in the way with it from doing anything to it, like putting in eye drops or worrying about something. And if I was ever called out on it, it's, it's whatever it's, you know, my whatever characteristic, but my eyes are so messed up anyways, people, you know, when they see me face to face, they, that's one of the first things they pick up on. So me necessarily having bloodshot eyes, they wouldn't think anything different. Like, me, you know, I've messed up eyes. So maybe part of the, them being messed up is they're always bloodshot. They don't automatically think that it's, I also of, think it might like influence your high a little bit. Like I, one of the first uh, people I taught how to roll a joint, one of my best friends in high school, we walked out to my Jeep, smoked in there and uh, his sister and the sister's boyfriend who was from Jamaica. Um, he smoked the second joint with us when we went back out. And when we got inside, we were putting in eye drops and we were just like at his house, didn't want to get caught by his mom or dad or whatever with red mm -hmm. eyes. And the Jamaican dude was like, when we went to offer him the eye drops, he's like, no, no, man, like I want the natural high. I want everything like straight how it's supposed to be like in my body. Like I don't want to adjust it with the chemicals of the eye drops. And I, ever since that moment, like I thought about it and 
some of the eye drops that were popular when I was uh, in high school were Roto, and I heard Roto some, B. Yeah, those they're like really potent. It almost feels like a mint in your eye, but like mm-hmm. some people say it like burns your eyes. But then yes. I heard maybe yeah. long term it could like cause some sort of uh, like crust or some shit what on your eye. Fuck? I never heard yeah. of that shit. I used to yeah. never red eyes, man. Look, <laughs> you know what I'm I used to work for an eye doctor uh, as an optician for about three years. It was kind of fun. Learned a lot about eyes. Uh, cannabis increases the blood. It expands your blood veins, period. Right? So it has a big effect in the eye because the blood veins in the eyes are very, very sensitive to any kind of expansion or contraction, like Red Pill was saying. Uh, eye drops are contract. They, all you're doing is you're contracting those blood vessels so that you can't see them anymore. And I don't think that can, contracting your blood vessels, period, I don't think is a good idea anywhere in your body. <laughs> you see what I mean? So I think they call that like a vasoconstrictor or some exactly. shit. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I so, suffer from uh, ocular migraines. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, cannabis doesn't uh, help for those, though. What's weird is my doctors can't figure out why I have no pain. They're, they're like, you don't have pain? Are you sure? I'm like, dude, I would tell you. I would be in here crying, like, dude, take this away, you know? But no, so it's just, uh, I get like this, uh, it looks almost like a scratch, a jagged scratch that moves from one side of my eye, and it'll go all the way across my vision. And inside that line, that jagged line, there'll be a whole bunch of triangles all different sizes and shapes of triangles and they're all blinking all different colors strobing hmm. like that and they move across when they get See, in front are you talking I about when you hit it. dmt no twisted? no 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 no, no, no. See, I, what I, what i had was halos around lights when my eye pressure would get out of control yeah i'd look at the light and see a rainbow halo around oh. each light wow that's wow. when the iris expands because you're bringing in more light. Yeah, uh, you're talking wow. about ocular pressure, where it's like pressing your thumb against your eyeball. Yeah, yeah. that's what Kylo Ren smokes in Kylo Ren. You'll get that. <laughs> I love that shit. The, 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 I got a question for Steve. No, that's just old age cholesterol deposits. As you get older, your the conjunctiva of the eyeball will get looser. And you're going to see floaters and all kinds of shit. Wait, you'll see. It'll happen. Oh, I'm not even floaters. that old. I got a bunch of them. I yeah. think a yeah. concussion probably knock shit loose if you played football. I see that shit. I, I have like hundreds. It looks like fucking Guilty. my whole entire screen has got those Guilty. little bubbles drifting across. If you look at like a white oh, yeah. sheet of paper, yeah. it almost looks like there's like a piece of hair blowing around on it. You're like, oh, no, it's all the fucking floaters or something. You know? Yeah. There's a thing on YouTube you can look up. Why do I what or what is behind eye floaters or some shit? I just saw it today. Yeah. I was watching it. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, head head injury. Football. I broke my neck. You know, playing football. So Damn. I bashed my bashed my head way too many times. Fortunately, wow. I had started smoking weed about the same time, and I think that's what saved me. I actually have a couple brain cells I can connect still today, but. A lot of I know some players that actually went insane uh, with that trauma. I mean, one guy actually committed suicide. Um, CFCT is no fucking joke. 
No, it's, it's a real thing. And just the head trauma. There was a study that was done, and it said like 80 people that had THC in their bloodstream who should have died from the head trauma, like extreme yeah. motorcycle accidents, uh, crazy shit. to find that one, Jack. What is the name of that? Uh, do, you, do you recall? If, I don't have it off the top of my head, but if I find it sometime tonight or tomorrow, I'll DM it, DM it to hey, you. But heck, um, I think if you type in like in PubMed, severe head trauma, THC, um, and then survival it can bring up the, the cues, but basically it showed people without any THC in their blood would die from similar, like 55 mile an hour car accident, bang their head on the windshield type thing, like very similar age, health, everything. And the, the only difference was THC in the blood and it allowed a big chunk of these people to survive in this experimental group that they looked at. Or it's not an experiment, it's a, an observational study. That would be so crazy. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And that makes me think that right now in my situation, uh, they announced on Super Bowl Sunday, it's pretty easy not to forget, but uh, uh, they announced that Wisconsin wants to legalize recreational cannabis here. And then just yesterday, they announced that it's either Tuesday is in tomorrow or Tuesday is in next week, like, that they're going to start writing the bill and it'll be legislated in uh, summertime at some point. Hey, congratulations. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. I know. What are you guys smoking on, by the way? I know Bingus has got some Blue Mile over there. Got a little Legend OG. <clears throat> I've got Chronic Skywalker and Frosty Russian in the same damn joint. What are you smoking, Smiley? Smoking on the mute button right here. No, no, uh, GG4. I just rolled up some really blue. It's the only bit of goody, man. It's still one of my fucking favorite smokes. I swear, like... Is it? Yeah, dude, the, 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 the whole Desert Island thing, like, I honestly think I could smoke some GG4 for quite a while and be good. Like, what cut do you got, though? I got, Is it? There's one I cut. I got Josie Wales cut or whatever. So. There's a lot of different flavors of the damn Gorilla Glue. That's and why I really That's favorite. how you grow it, though. Have you, ever had, uh, have you ever had chocolate diesel by itself? No, I'd love to. Though. I have, yeah, I, I had it once. It was delicious. I, I I like that more than the GG for itself. Yeah. yeah, see, I'm not a fan of of the chem. But I think I it definitely comes down to it. Definitely comes down to preference for sure. Oh, yeah. And I think with yeah. the GG for this, really, sorry. I, I'm with you, Smiley. How are you not a fan of Kim? How are you not a fan of the What's Kim? wrong with What's, it? What do you like about Just Kim? not a turt profile uh, favorite of mine. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's not really just not my flavor. You know what I mean? I look for Kim Dog. What's that? Like Kim Dog? Kim yeah, Dog? Yeah. Kim D? What, Kim what's, this? There's what's so many Kims. Well, that's what I'm Kim saying. 91. I'm amateur, bro. I haven't had too many. You know, I've had some grilled glue and I've had Kim. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That how, what goes into it, you know, to try them the different flavors out. You know what I mean? So I'm not really too big of a can, uh, fan when I tried the chem, chem dog or just chem, you know, whatever they may call it at the time. And then I've had multiple Gorilla Glooms and they always seem different. I've had the ones that are like the chem doggy to me. That's really like a gassy. It's a weird turf profile. But see, I stopped smoking now. So everything might taste different to me. You know, it's going to be a new journey this year for me. Totally new journey. I don't. I like to taste it. You stop smoking cigarettes. Yeah, 
I'm like a vampire. Right on, man. Yeah. Right on. I'm, I've been vaping. You know, I'm still got a crutch, but of the whole, you know, you guys don't see me without a bike in my, in my mind. More power to you, man. Yeah. You need to stop this because that's, you know, smoke the weed. My sense of smell and taste is insane, dude, right now. So I can't <laughs> wait to see. So, I mean, I might, you know, go back and re reapproach some of these profiles that I, you know, didn't kind of find too. I wasn't interested in that well with, with Chemdog or Chem, you know. Or, uh, or or Gorilla Glue number four. And I've had them all different kinds from different dispensaries and different people that grow them. That's why I asked them, which one do you have? Some, some to me taste a little sweeter and some are straight, like got that chem profile in it, like that weird danky gas. It almost is like a musky mold, like a fungus taste to me when I smoked. You know what I'm saying? It's not that it tastes like mold or anything like that. It has that weird profile to me <clears throat> Dude, I, I don't know quite how to call it like straight og and and i have a ghost og that i would call like a gas you know or a diesel kind of a flavor but gg4 distinctly is not that to me it's that and it's this cut i have has like it's got a smooth chocolate flavor to it really all like straight chem but it to me I think why it really resonated me is back in high school, I scored a fucking bag. Like, this was back in the day where you got the fucking Rickweed or you got what was called Hydro. And and I, I was friends with the history teacher at the time. He was actually really old at the time. But, so, because this kid is kind of my age, but he was about to retire. But whatever. The story was this kid robbed it from his dad's drawer. You know what I mean? And, and I bought the quarter for in the day, which was like 80 bucks, which was like a lot of money, you know, back in the day. You could almost get an ounce for that, you know what I mean? So, and it was oh, the brickweed. But I paid for it because it was all tight green popcorn nugs and it smelled like some shit we'd never seen. And it was one of my favorite fucking weeds that I can remember smoking from back in the day. And, and GG4, I think it's one of those like smells ties to memory thing. And it just, I think it hits that note that I'm like, that's the fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's the shit. So, so the turp profile that you're kind of explaining to me, is it is it bitter? Because that's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe that mold is a bitter turp profile that I'm thinking. You know how, like, like uh, blue cheese has that moldy profile? It's not mold, though. It's, like, more bitter. It maybe. is mold, dude. Blue cheese is fucking mold. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying there's a, I'm trying to hit this turp profile. Like what's the, what's the chocolate? Is it sweet chocolate or is it, or is it uh bitter chocolate? No, it's I not think like it, milk chocolate. It's more like a um, dark chocolate. I would say. Yeah. Like a bitter more of, I, I gotcha. That's what I'm thinking with the chem or that, that might be where that fungus or that mold I was thinking. But like I said, I was smoke when I smoked that things are so different, hmm. so different. Like things are. I would also say, unless you grew it yourself, um, it's hard to say that one of the best cuts of all time, like, is not good. Like, yeah. I'd reserve judgment on it until you get a really good example of it or grow it yourself. Yeah. Um, with stuff like Chem Ninety One. Yeah. Chem Dog, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So I I got um, I got introduced to Girl Scout cookies the same time I got uh, introduced to my buddy's best cut of Chem Dog. 
And the people that brought it to me, whatever, had a situation where they grabbed nugs and didn't throw them in separate containers. And they were hyping up this Girl Scout cookies, like, oh, you know, you get to smoke the real Girl Scout cookies. We're going to bring it to you. You can check it out. And they had it stored in the same container as this uh, chem dog cut that my buddy wouldn't let go of. And I totally didn't care at all about the Girl Scout cookies based on the fact that because they were stored in the same container, the chem dog overtook and uh, um, put onto the Girl Scout cookies or the Girl Scout cookies absorbed all of the terpene profile from this chem, chem dog. So I'm like, well, that proves it right there that if Girl Scout cookies is supposed to be this awesome weed, why didn't it overstank the chem dog? You know, I, I but maybe, how do you, how do you like, know which one got which one? I, I guess yeah. you could assume the chem dog is what pushed onto the cookies, but you really well, don't when, know if they're mixed when you're in the saying bag. Like, they're mixed in no, well, no, well, it wasn't. They knew which or ones were the same nugs, yeah, but I, yeah. I get that. But like, they, they, how do you know if the Girl Scout cookies didn't give terpenes to the chem dog, or like what, what rec- either rec- one smelled like recognition, before? Recognition for a chem dog and experience smoking it and other times where I've had other people's chem dogs, like you're saying, that don't smell exactly like the same thing, but they have a shared terpene where to, to me, it's almost a night and day. I, I would, I think I'd be able to distinguish right now, you know, Girl Scout cookies and chem dog blindfolded and, you know, jars under my noses, you know what I mean? I can, I can distinguish chem dog, especially up against Girl Scout cookies. And I think, especially because of this experience, why yeah, I'd like to grow some chem dog. That's all I want to say to that. Yeah, I'll just say I, that even if you do get the real try. cut, check out the grow off and and look Trade at how you. they give the same cut to fifteen different growers and they get fifteen different terpene results and they're all across the board. So yeah, there's a lot of epigenetic changes. It it comes down to your how you cultivate it. But I do think that there are distinct and I agree with you. If you've had chem dog before and you have a good idea of what it smells like and if it was real Girl Scout cookies then you have an idea they're going to smell pretty different. But I wanted to give the American one who's been patiently sitting over there, who's got a nice Hermie from one of my seeds. I want to throw it out there in the community. Um, My Velvet Punch, Hermie, on the down low, because it it has Girl Scout cookies. And if you don't trim a skirt on Girl Scout cookies, that shit's... And Eagle had Hermie. Don't grow the Velvet Punch. Fucking throw them out. (laughs) No way, dude. I got three other ones that are looking really good. And this one... It wasn't like it was dangerous, and it wasn't like I, um, it's like you're saying, it's an underskirt. If I cleaned it up better, I would have never had them, probably. But still, it ain't going to hang out with me no more. Not this one, anyway. But I got three other ones that are in flower right now that have no issues, and they're looking good. And one, I still got in veg, that, I'm, that sawtooth one. I'm going to uh, get it bigger and take some cuts off of it. The the sawtooth Safino to look for from what I've seen from uh, the people who flowered it. The, the guy yeah. who, they should, I was, that was one of the best ones I've seen. I'm playing, I was playing on keeping that one anyway just because I like the way it looked. Oh, kind of yeah. looks like a fern. Yeah, and at, for like in the middle and it's I don't know how old it is, but for a certain point, it almost looked normal. Then as it continued growing, it went back to heavy sawtooth uh, serrations. Are you going to show it? Um, where the hell is it now? Yeah, I guess. I'll, let me see. Is it a light on? I'm like hanging like a cliffhanger here. Do you want to show it? 
Oh, dude, I got one. I got one. I just realized that one that was a mutant. I'm gonna if that thing's a girl, I could put that right in my yard. Oh yeah, you see, I took off a whole bunch of leaves too. The bummer of the velvet punch is, dude. Everybody else who's grown it has found such fire, like dude. It, uh, amazing um, shit, amazing it has, shit. Farting, smokestacks, uh, spank daddy, fucking Reed's garden. Like literally, like the, my own right now. That shit, dude. My buddy Ed. Oh, there's one. It's got like look at the serrations. Yeah, uh, this baby That's got weird. hurt. I don't know what I did to this poor girl, but uh. I like I it. topped her. They got here. Let me let me get the. Uh, let me How hot book. is your soil? Got, what are you growing it in? Those got the double. are wicked. Those are it's got like. Double. There you go. The double. It's like the double click right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's wicked. Dude. Nice. Keep that. Take a cut. That actually I'm, looks yeah, like a sawtooth right there. Right. Yeah, it does look like a sawtooth. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, so I'm running out of room, like I was saying. That's why I uh, I topped the hell out of that thing. That was a Romulan male that I'm. If the cut takes, I'm going to kill that thing off. Oh, yeah, I may as well show you all of them. Yeah. I want to give Joel some credit from Northstar. He has Deadhead OG F2s that he has like a sawtooth Fino. He, I stole that term from him. I don't know if that's like a actual term. Some people call it a fern Fino, but. Uh, I yeah, do plan to make a project with that and Australian bastard cannabis IBL that I was gifted by Full Duplex AFN. Also, you have that going right now, um, Jack? No, no, they're just in my vault. This is like a fun project down the line. I'm I'm working more for potency, aroma, and vigor in the growth on the Velvet Punch right now. I was thinking Dude, I wanted I'm, to pick for purple, but I really, sorry, lost my sheets. Now, uh, here we go. Now it's coming in. Uh, Your pants got pretty big, fast. Yeah. So, and I, th- I see. I, I, uh, I just watered them. I wet this whole room down pretty good. Let's see, I hate. I don't know. I like. I hate looking at shit when it's wet. But yeah, that Bruce Banner is starting to make. Starting to really. Uh, here's one of the um, VP F2s. And yeah, see, I just watered them heavy. This one's drooping or doing that uh, funny leaf thing. But dude, this one back here, I think, is my favorite. I only topped that thing once, and it's like that whole that whole thing right there is that that velvet punch. Going from there all the way over. I really this like, is only I like two or three weeks in, dude. I think maybe a little now. Uh, yeah, I gotta start writing this shit down. And actually, yeah. I, I am. I'm gonna. I started writing it on the containers when I move them into flower. Yeah, write it right where you write the name, Tao. Just like yeah. That's what I do you have some seeds in there? The name, write the date real quick. No one ever. I did it. You see, I just put this one in two sixteen. Did you get it before? Oh, man, like, you, you can read the plan. Oh yeah, no. Important to understand. Yeah, here I'll show you. The, I'll show you. I'll show you the. Uh... Wait, I'm sorry, I missed that smile. Like, I was like, like I get it. Like, interesting creations. Read the plant, but it's like you still got to write it down so you know where you're at. Whether you're on week <laughs> nine or ten, you can't necessarily tell in a, all cuts. You know what I mean? 
I guess does it matter to him though, Smiley? What week he's in? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is it? You're trying oh, to get out yeah. your cultivars, you know what I mean? Especially if you're pheno hunting. What if one's a 10-week cultivar and one's finishing an 8-week? <laughs> All right, so, yeah. Tao, so Tao, check this out. And everybody else, there's a product. It's Bloom Yellow Bottles makes it. It's called Bloom oh, Ultra. That product, I promise you, will change all your Hermes and make them females. Tested and tried and true. I've never had a Hermie in my life. Not a single one. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't want to have them, or if you do get them, Not yet. Like, you can reverse Not that. Yet. You bought Hermes for my shit, though. Yeah. But that's what it they is. I, I grew a male, bro. I turned it into a female and grew it all summer long. And then go I don't want to give anything like that to my plants. Look, it's what? got... What you say? Frost on it already, though. See that? This, yeah, this shit was looking good, dude. This is gonna be a good I one. As as possible. I would not want to give some shit to my plant that's gonna turn a male into a female. Personally, it's part of a feeding program. I get it. I'm yep. just saying, in my my personal garden, I'd rather just give water and soil, keep the soil healthy. Yeah. Yep. It tends to work for most. All the other guys that out there that feed nutrients, like. 98% of us, you know, Bloom Ultra. If you guys don't want Hermes, I'm telling you, save your gardens. <laughs> have, have you used all the yellow bottle line? Yeah, I mean, I've had it for about uh, a year or so now. I used it outdoors for a little bit. I used it indoors last year. And that's when I discovered that it was changing my males. I have all breeding projects. And then it changed my males to females, a bunch of them. And I was like, I called the CEO. I'm like, hey, man what's going on here? And he's telling me about Bloom Ultra. And I'm like, okay, well, which one is that? And he was like, oh, I don't think you have that here. I'll send it to you. And I'm like, exactly. This is what I'm telling you. I'm like, it is changing my males to females. So what he did was I was using the veg line still. I was still using the veg system. You know, I didn't flip the flower yet. And, uh, so what he did is through that conversation, it caused him to take that whole veg line and put it back into uh, the laboratory and figure out which one in there is causing that to happen. So that was pretty freaking interesting that that happened. But then uh, Blue Malta, like if you go to any, like if you go to Grogery, Michigan, people will come out of there with carts full of Blue Malta, specifically just that product. You know what I mean? Nothing else. <laughs> it's crazy. Because it's like big production farms. If you don't want to have a problem, you know, they're going to keep it all female. You know what I mean? I'll say this, Twisted. I'm not against salt nutrients at all or bottled nutrients or whatever. That's not salt. It's I, you can have organic salts. I'm not against bottles, but yeah. I, I am against whatever would make a plant. I'd rather just hunt for a cut that's not going to hurt me. You know what I mean? Then have to oh, run for sure. a bottle that I have to buy sure. every single every single run and pay more yeah. money for when you could find a stable cut. You can go get oh. some Cinderella 99, which has been yeah. around since 1999. It's some fire-ass shit. Brothers Grimm still makes it from seed. It's fire. You can hunt your own cut, get one that's sure. super stable, and then never have to pay for that bottle. So I'm just going to put that out there. I don't think that people need to invest. It, you can save your garden if you have Hermie genetics. That's really I think it's interesting to bring it up. 
You really I, I would rather just look for a better, stronger genetic and try and cultivate it in a happy way to not have it. That is true. Like anybody who's found herms in my shit, throw them out. Don't keep those cuts. Like Tau no, found true. some, Eagle that, found that some. That is a good, that is a good tip. Yeah. All knowledge is knowledge, though. Yo, Spartan, Spartan's um, like, hey, if I find a herm, I'm going it out to the end. I'm like, really? I'm like, why would you want to do that? It's like, well, I, you know, if I'm going to test it, I'm going to test it. I'm like, all right, well, I think uh, I think it's understood that if I find a army, that shit's going out the door. What do you want to test it? The pollen's potent, too? <laughs> I don't know, but no. that kind of, you know, yeah. whatever. That's, that's really going above and beyond. Good. Oh, yeah. one, one point not to get overlooked is to just that wasn't just an example with the cinderella 99 that plant was chosen because from seed it's actually a true female and that's why they went through the trouble of cubing it yeah like a stable line of pure regular seeds that bred true male and true female plants no intersex uh phenotypes at all well, the interesting thing is that he found that seed from Sensi Smile uh, coffee shop in Amsterdam. He brought it home, pop seeds. So presumably it was a Hermie. And occasionally you grow out Hermie seeds. Like Eagle got some uh, Hermie Velvet Punch seeds. Oh. He might grow those out and the plants from them might not end up Hermie. Some of them will for sure, but some of them won't. So he found mm -hmm. one that he called uh, Princess. Yeah. And he took Princess, Princess and, and he used the plant. same... They came from the same princess and genius came from the same seed stock, right? Yeah. The sisters. But yeah, just I, I just wanted to bring up the point though that it came from something that was a Hermie and he worked it into something that is pretty <clears throat> notoriously stable. Well, down. that's so that's unique to Cinderella ninety nine, right? Board uh genius doesn't have that same this it doesn't display the same uh aversion of not being a Hermie, right? I'm not as familiar with Genius. I just brought that one up because it's one that Soul sells his name on. He'll go anyway. He sells thousands of feminized to farms that grow it at acres. And he's saying they're not finding any males in his feminized lines and they're not finding any herms in his Cinderella 99 lines. So that's one that I can confidently throw out there because I've unfortunately put out testers into the community that are having Hermes. That's part of the tester game. I'm bringing but, it to F3 and hopefully going to stabilize something that won't. Uh, that's part that's part of the marijuana yeah. game, dude. There's and nobody, nobody paid me a fucking dime for shipping yeah. or anything. Give me that's 199 a seeds yeah. and I'll find a herm in that shit. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I don't know. I bet you you can. Like, I bet like you I said, dude. If you yell at it, you put it in the corner and you treat it like shit and you give it too much light, you underwater it, overwater it, you can make any fucking plant herm. I, I was like, fuck that. Give me any bitch. I'll make her confused as hell. <laughs> yup. I'll make a plan. You know, I just want to point out that you know you said about the price, uh, you know, selling out, sending out seeds like that. You know, that's always been part of my argument of uh, the breeding and the part pack. Of, you know, people bitching about the pack of seeds. You can't get fucking packs of seeds for you know cheap. But the fact of the reality <laughs> is, man, of a strain that's been properly tested. There's a lot of time and money that goes into properly breeding out a seed. That's always been my bitch right there about, you know, when you see the price of a pack of seeds and it's a good 
quality strain that's been worked out and properly tested, they deserve every fucking cent of that shit. You know what I mean? Can you get, quote, you know, cheaper beans? Yeah, I'd be leery of them just for that reason right there because, you know, there's one, there's so much to consider in that price of <coughs> the price Remember? of a pack of seeds. There's, you know, the time and breeding, properly breeding it out. Like you point out yeah. the money uh, out of pocket of selling, sending seeds out, I'm the electricity torn. and nutri nutrients, all that shit. And if this, like you, like if the strain fails, it's a dud, man, now you got fucking, you know what I mean? That's out of pocket spent. You know what I mean? That's, that's why you'll never, I've always been an advocate of fucking not bitching about practical price of seeds right there because there is so much heart and soul that goes into a proper breeding program. They deserve what they get out of it. And that's not even talking about uh, getting it out there, trying to advertise proper marketing and shit like that. I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. So how about the other ones that, that don't you know, test about at all? Website cost, dude. Well, you know, that man, yeah, most people don't touch. still charge three fifty a pack. Say they charge yeah, hundred for a ten so pack, which I think is the standard. But listen, yeah, I'm torn on the subject because listen, because I've seen everything. Because dude, if if I wanted to, if I if you have one strain that you could sell, you can make a shit ton of money. So it kind of subsidizes the re research and shit because, um. You can make so many seeds. You can make so many seeds from one okay. time. So that's do you basically. So you... like I'm torn. But wait, wait, hold on. On the flip side, you can pay three fifty for a ten pack. You get one female out of that shit. You keep a cutting of it. You can make money for the rest of your life. So it's worth the three fifty. So on both sides yeah. of the coin, yeah. I, a valid argument can be made. I got something and then you from go, the other side of the coin. Go to Remember? clones. <laughs> if you're buying clones. See, that's when I think if you're going to pay over five grand, but I know people that pay a lot, right? You yeah. could search your own pack for, for fucking something special if you really want to. All right. Now I'll shut up. Sorry, Red Bell. Well, I just want to say on the other side of the coin, like you mentioned, um, a few days ago, we were talking about when people see a low price, they maybe have some uh, uh, feeling where, well, why is it so cheap? It can't be that good if it's so cheap. Now, I think there's a conflict of morality that goes with the people that actually do take the time to make sure the people that are getting those seeds are tested for whatever kind of stability or tested and ready to go out <laughs> to the market. Those same people that have that kind of efficacy are also not going to charge all that much money because they don't feel like robbing people. Exactly. Right. That's why I think I think a good I like subcools pricing and he didn't get, he never raped anybody and he wouldn't because and I told him like some of your strains you probably get a lot more money for them seeds and he's like nah. He's like he, you know, why why? Why alienate people and why but fuck why? shit yeah. and you can make and he was you know, it was all working out. So yeah, I think like a price. Fifty to sixty a bucks for a ten pack, I think, is is fair. Yeah. You, 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 they're doing that for five years. Sure, changing yourself. It's fair, <laughs> and you're definitely thinking about yourself. And I guess it's whatever you've got into it. Did you test it yourself and all that good right. stuff? How much? Maybe you don't you have do? as much in. Right. Maybe you didn't have as much into this, right? Exactly. You know, I, I appreciate right. a cheaper pack. And you're right, Red Pill. There is, you know, 
just because it has a cheaper price doesn't necessarily make it an inferior strain. You no, know what it's I mean? all plant. It's all medicine. That's what people so, seem to refuse. To, to not to change it. the subject, but just because I got the mic and I want to drop this bitch in a hole, Bingus. <laughs> These, this is uh, one of your fucking uh, blue miles right there. See the tap root on that girl already? Oh, shit. fucking as long as my palm. Holy Wait shit. till you see this. Song. Look at this one here, Bingus. If you can see that too, she's God, already dude. fucking working on fish bones. Dude, well, on that dude. one, you see that shit? It's All three of them big, are like that. Tail. All three blue miles. It's, yeah. a wow. strain. it's a bigger strain. I'm glad. Thank you for showing me. I appreciate that, buddy. I, That's I'm beautiful. Talk about seeds. I don't. I don't talk too much about it because I. I problem I have with seeds. I'm just going to say since I got the mic for a minute, is you never know what you're going to get. And that's that's what it bothers me a little bit. And if I'm a seed producer, I care. I should care about what you get. And that's yes. you know. What do you mean by that though? You you never know what you're going to get as far as like something can hurt me, or you don't know what you're going to get as far as like the flavor, expression, growth, and all that. Yeah, all, all of it. All, the <clears throat> all that. You don't but know. Like, like, I'm, listen, I'm pretty no confident. Strains, if you if no you run a ten pack. If you like run a ten pack, you, right? But if you run a ten pack of of seeds, you should be able to find a female that's pretty damn good. I think, yeah. like, that's like, and I'd say, I'd say there aren't any bulletproof strains yet. There will be eventually, and it's because it's people need to take the serious dedication and the time to do that, and then only release those strains once they're already that stable. For no, whatever a lot of people, or expressions, you know, I we, a lot we, of people. Sorry. I was just going to add, we can make it just like the fruit and vegetable world. They're not doing something that's unobtainable to cannabis that we can't overcome. Yeah, well, I find we don't want to do that, though, because first off, there's no variety. There's All the fruit is like the same, and even the seedless watermelon's got some seeds in them, but I I digress. There's literally 200 different varieties of watermelons. There's thousands of varieties of apples. How many in the supermarkets? 10, 15, not uh, even. No, no, yeah. no. When you go, hold on. When you go to the supermarket, you might only find one or two, but if you go to a farmer's market, you might find 20. Same yes. with cannabis. Kudos. Yeah, exactly the same but, with cannabis. Um, so, yeah. Um, That's the fun of it. going to say now? I don't know. Some of the seeds I got for free were the best plants I grown, probably. And some of the ones That's I found exactly in bags, right. too. And this was, like, before people were, like, doing making, like, long time ago, when their seeds were, like, from fucking dirt weed and shit there was some really good ones dudes yeah if, if anybody looks at the paper though that i sent out or the email that i sent out with my seeds the one thing that i said is it's a tester i listed off all the genetics and if you know anything about cannabis there is girl scout cookie and og those both come uh, from and i said they're testers you know look watch them carefully and all that good stuff but the main thing that i was talking about with earlier with uh, Bingus when he said you never know what you're going to get. Now that I've tested them I know that there's a chance that there's going to be Hermes so I could warn people before they grow them hey, these so, do Hermes. These circumstances are met and also they smell like grape most of the time and they smell like fuel most of the time because every smell single like, person wait, What did <laughs> you just say dude? They smell like grape. They smell like grapes. Okay. <laughs> I thought they totally different. I was like hey, what? <laughs> 
Raid. Oh, this is oh. uh, this is a question I want to ask you guys because I wanted to throw this in <laughs> earlier. You know, when we were kind of talking about this, you know, so through the natural process of selection, this is what made me throw down that next seat. Uh, you know, it is possible to get herms as we talked about, but like in my case, and I want to say I did that one I grew out did go full term. I didn't catch quite with me and you discussed this. It didn't, I didn't catch it, you know, on the lowers and I let it grow up and it, you know, it it produced uh, bananas again. So I let it grow up. I did enjoy the smoke, to be honest with you. I, I really enjoyed it. It was, you know, I had that grapey, fuely taste that just like you described, it was, it was good taste in cannabis. But I did keep all those seeds and I did, I've got two of them right here. I got two of them right here. Mario, there's another little velvet punch. I guess that'd be an F2S1, basically, right? So, um, with that being said, do you think, even though it hermied this time and it pollinated itself with the thought of natural selection in mind, do you think, do you think it went the other way? Do you think it's more hermy prone or do you think it's weeded itself out? The Hermie has strengthened itself up and through the process of selection and said, hey, I'm not going to fucking do this again. Do you I think, think, or like, do you think it went the other I way? I think it's straight up Herm. Like, straight it's like, up. you know, I think it's going to be more like its, its parent. An S1 usually shows an expression <laughs> of everything that's within that genome. So the genome is like the actual genetics that I sent you. Uh, the Velvet Punch was made by somebody Dan, uh, Doja DNA, and I sent you the full lineage. It's a purple punch crossed to his cookie seven. Cookie seven Ooh. is a thin mint Girl Scout co- cookie crossed to black velvet Kush, uh, crossed to OG Kush, I think. Um, but nice. it's, I made F2s and I sent out those F2s. I'm making F3s right now. Got them week four, week five flower. And um, again, they smell like grape and fuel. And actually there's some skunkiness. My wife thought that there was a skunk and I was like, no. That's not a skunk. That's a fucking tent. My carbon filter is out. Like, and they're real grapey. But um, I'm going to take them to F3. But I think that the F2 S1 that you have is going to be more likely to herm because it came from a plant that was stressed and hermed on itself. S, um, when I was a tester for Humboldt Seeds, they sent me their feminized Blue Dream. Um, and that was, they. it's not the real Blue Dream. Blue Dream is Santa Cruz Haze cross to blueberry from dj short they recreated it and call it blue dream femme which is uh super silver haze from shanti baba at mr nice and they crossed that to dj shorts blueberry so it was a haze cross to blueberry kind of like blue dream and i'll be damned the phenos do kind of smoke and taste and smell a little bit like the real blue dream out here on the west coast hey hey jack do you, you have a, do you have a spotlight episode on eagles yeah channel? i have two I'm episode five and like 46 or something. All but right, episode cool. five, I come in like an hour into the show because the guest didn't show yeah. up. And I was like, fuck it, Eagle, I'll hop on. I wasn't uh, showing my face back then. So it was just audio. But at the end of it, he says, you should write a book. And I fucking yeah. did. Yeah, because I got a copy he, of it going out. That's amazing. Somebody tomorrow. I definitely yeah. like, you know, the where your information comes from and origins on a lot of things. Here's the book, by the way. Boom. And that's what the book's all about. Wow. 
Yours is almost there, Tao. I, I think um, Smiley just got Tomorrow. his. You know, it's it's Being hard. It all the way in the UK over there. That's pretty awesome, Jack. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Good, it, dude, that's it's a pretty hard, sweet yeah. thing. And more to come. Eagle. Great shout out to Eagle, dude. Yeah, there is this whole like paragraph basically, but it, it's true, man. And I told Eagle I might have gotten the book done without him, but it would have taken way fucking longer because every single time he'd be like, "Hey, how's that book going?" There'd be times I'd have writer's block or I'd be fucking struggling with editing or my computer would crash and I'd just say, "Fuck it like, for a week." Fuck it. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm writing hey, man, during the conflict going? of trying to train myself to write a memoir, and I'm only thirty, <laughs> so I'm you know what I mean. Got to start sometime. Shit, you never know how long we got on this life, you know? Yeah, you should, dude. Just start jabbing it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts off an autobiography and it becomes a biography. Somebody it else won't be the, finishing it for you. It won't be the same story when you recall it at age 80 as if you write it today. Right, right, right. Every journey. You don't remember shit. I want to give a quick, <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to Surrounded by Keith. I think he hasn't. I haven't seen him in a <laughs> Good to see you, man. Somebody, Keith, in the I'm chat. Right. Yeah, shout out. Hey, Keith, bro. Also, Grokoski, how you doing, buddy? Chicha B, Mystic Grower, Chad, Berry Farms, all you people. I'm sure I'm missing a few, but yes. shout out to the chat. Everyone out there is great. Mystic Grower yeah. got a book. She posted. I saw her with her copy. Thank you for the support. And so many people in this community. And honestly, I meant what I said on the back of the book that a lot of you probably wouldn't have known who I was or even gotten a copy of the book if it were for you. Coming on here all the time. Right. Talking you. Uh, you're welcome, Alex, Jack. You were out there long before this, brother. You were, oh, does anybody you really just know went... anybody, though? I'm a serial killer. You guys have been never nope. tested. Vin <laughs> Diesel, don't, don't implicate yourself on the internet. <laughs> Oops. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I sent Tao's book to Vin Diesel's house. So when he gets Hell it, you'll yeah. know. <laughs> 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 he got his real address. Oh, man. I live my life Vin Diesel on there, my so what, what else can I write? You know, I Google it and it's really Vin Diesel's house. So I'm like, shit, I might as well listen to it there. Fuck yeah. You guys want to see some crazy genetics? I'm fast and furious. We always want to see some genetics. plants we talk right? Okay, probably the craziest plant you guys ever seen. I live my life one quarter mile at a time. Oh, I didn't show you my Look at this plant. You do it. This is free show, dude. Oh, that's the actual freak show? It's freak show. Dude, this is crazy. Lettuce. No, you know what this really looks like? So it looks like tomato leaves, kind of. Burving? No. Is it burving? It's a plant. It's a witchy plant. Freak show is bred by Shapeshifter and Humboldt Seed Company to the seed increase. I'm reading out of 50 strands of green right now. The yeah. lineage is unknown, eight to ten weaker. All right. It's earthy, citral. I got to throw it out there because you're throwing stuff out there. Have you ever had Trinity? No. I I have tried it. Wait, that's what that one it. dude was talking about. <clears throat> Who was that guy, Eagle, that used to come on your show all the time from Cali? 
that outdoor grower is always talking about that Trinity and he wants to cross that with OG or he's got that. It's probably world's last hope, I think, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. world's last, last hope. hope. Yeah. Did you see that shit he posted today? Them burns. Yeah, I did, dude. I didn't oh, know he got God. his arm That's burned up like that. Hell, yeah. Oh, fuck. That shit looks so painful. Dude, I read that story. That's crazy, right, dude? I can't. At least uh, he dude. saved his kid, though, and he's okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's like a what good What happened? Story. His house burned? No, his he saved his house burned, burned down. Fire. He no, saved he, it from burning down. Yeah. It was like his hand. Oh, man. Real burnt up. Sangria. And then basically oh, post story. Sangrias. Oh, look at that shit. That looks good as hell. Uh, next time I see him around, I'm going to bring up the Trinity because in my experience and in the me, myself, and the older generation of smokers that I grew up with, that's what replaced uh, Skunk One pre all the other named strains, like between the Northern Lights and everything post- but after Skunk One, everyone was obsessed with the Trinity that came around. Is it like Skunk One? It is like Skunk One in the sense that, and uh, uh, I've heard James Loud express it, express it in the way where it's identical to my experience with Trinity, and it's the tenth of a gram will stink up anything. Like point one, you know, just a tiny little nug is the smelliest, you know, loudest, most like. Has to be most monoterpene. I want to. I want to. <laughs> yeah, it's really stinky. My experience with it is, uh, I, I got it during a, a school lunch break, and under any other circumstance or no other way to get out of it, I went back to school with it, and I had it double or triple bagged and stored like in a hard plastic candy container, and that still didn't contain the smell. And I went to one of my classes where one of the teachers was like some kind of former uh, law prosecutor or something like that, but she was a sociology teacher. And she was like, the, the class was stinking up and she had to say like, hey, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, that big of, you know, a, a, you know I'm not going to give you guys that hard of a time, but you guys are going to smoke on your lunch break. Please don't come back to the class smelling like weed. <laughs> that's awesome yeah. I want some <laughs> that's great, dude. dude I used to come <laughs> in from outside, you go outside. Put, the joint, put the joint still burning and then the cigarette pack and walk into math class <laughs> dude the teacher would be like somebody smells good <laughs> <laughs> So when you're Vin Diesel, people just don't call you out for smelling like weed. Everyone just tells you you smell good, and they start flirting with you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's office, right. Tao's teachers, male yeah. woman. Most of us would have gotten expelled. <laughs> Tao's in there like winking, fucking blowing his drunk smoke out in the fucking teacher's face. There's like no way that like yeah. Shit, I even took a hit in class a couple times. <laughs> I want to smoke this bowl. I want to ask uh, to change topic back to the freak show. Um, I totally blanked on your name because it says Third Eye Strains. Uh, Twisted. 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 <laughs> so where did you get your? Is that something you made yourself, or you got? No, I got this from. Uh, um, what the fuck is it? Uh, it's Duckfoot. You know what I'm saying? Triple C Genetics. He changed his freaking name to. Uh, something else 
I always forget what the fuck it is, though. He's probably in chat right now going, you asshole, twisted. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he breeds Duckfoot. <laughs> he has all kinds of different variations of Duckfoot. You would probably... I got a Duckfoot. Orthodox breeding that he does, but I love it because he's adventurous. And like I always say, it's a plant. It's a plant meant to be done with some things to it. You know what I mean? You can't True get without doing some things and trying some things. So he experiments and comes up with and then he also got the freak show and then send it out to a whole bunch of people. Hey, hey Twisted. What's up? What do you think of my, my duck foot? Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Frosty. It looks frosty. Yeah. That's what you call a duck foot, right? That kind yeah, of leafing? Yeah, it's got those, those three, only three, and then it's like stuck together. Webbed leaf. Well, mine's got, mine's got five, and, and they, they layer underneath. They're webbed, right? Yeah, uh, they got two webs. No, they're not webbed. No, they, they well, literally, like, I'll pull one off. I'll pull one off There are different variations of See, duck foot, though. That's the thing. That's a, that's a five-leaf yeah, around there. Wow. Every one of them are yeah, five yeah. Now, is you there know? something positive yeah. from a duck foot pheno? Is that, like, what's the purpose of the duck foot? Okay. That following trait, a certain trait or something? Yeah, the cops won't arrest you when they see it in your backyard. <laughs> oh, you're just trying to disguise it? That's the whole... No, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the, the novelty. It that's actually started. Yeah. What, I, what I heard is an adaptation of the plant to try to run weed away from the center of the plant. Yeah. Run, wick, wick all the moisture to the outside of the leaf and drip off the plant. Wow. Interesting. The thing with the freak show is that it gets better light penetration too. So some of these morphologies do have their advantages. So I, I do think that there it could have started as something, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to breed that and see what it does. And then they find like with the freak show from Shapeshifter, it's a different one, it sounds like, than what uh, Did you're growing. Did you my, uh, when I explained the... Uh, I, I think it's the same as that. It, it's, he got his from Shapeshifter. He got his from the real shit. I was going to buy them. And then I did a live and I was talking about buying them and he was like, I got them. I'll send them to you. And I was like, what? Holy shit. Cause they're like two to $500. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. Johnny. This isn't a duck feet. This is a uh, mutant one. Now. Look at this shit. So yeah. the duck foot that I'm used to seeing Johnny actually doesn't look like yours, but yours does look like a duck's foot, but it, the leaf is actually going underneath the oh, duck foot. I'm used yeah, to seeing it lays, it's actually yeah, like it literally molded lays together. up underneath it. Hold on, Tyler. Yeah, you what the fuck you got, dude? Where'd you it's go? A mute, it's a mutant cannabis plant, dude. Oh, dude. Now, is that a seed? about the weirdest uh, thing I've ever oh, seen. Dude, what the fuck is that? That's from the butter, butter cheese, dude. One of the butter cheese, remember? Oh, I, dude, I, I brought it out a couple of times. That's almost worse than Freak Show, dude. Look but at But you that. know what? This, dude, is like, this is like two, three months old now, so that's the problem oh, with it. I'm going to upplant it, though. I'm going to keep it alive. What? Tao never kills anything. He just keeps all of them. Look at that. That's he loves all his babies. I've ever seen, dude. That looks like, like some weed back in the 70s. You gotta pollinate it if it's a female. I mean, yeah, dude. Kid. I don't even know if it's gonna be able to get. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I was just about to unplant it no, just a couple minutes ago. Dude, dude knock it up with that cheesequake. Now, would you we'll call that happens, tight internodal structure? Is that like stupid tight, dude? The thing's ridiculous. <laughs> 
And it's like, yeah, what's the bullet to smell like? Lemongrass. It's in veg still. Shit. You could barely get a stem rub off that thing. It's all (laughs) (laughs) It kind of smells like parsley a little. Is that a reveg bud? Sure it's not. Subcool that, that, roast. That's one of the undesirable smells <laughs> in cannabis to breed with. He's like, don't pick parsley. No, it's it's not a reveg. It's from a seed. Uh, oh, really? Damn. Yeah. So I'm yeah, that's wicked. curious about, though, is what Freak Show and Dugfoot cannabis is going to be like. Is it going to be just because I actually. so. The Duckfoot that I have is Freak Show crossed with Duckfoot. So Duckfoot took on its recessive traits to get its normal leaf structure back, I guess. That's what the breeder said for that one. So that other one's Freak Show times Duckfoot. The other one is just straight Freak Show. And I have actual Duckfoot. And I was like, shit, why didn't I pop those two? So I could add all three variations. And it's the true Duckfoot where it looks like a Duckfoot. It almost looks like a maple leaf or like the... You know, something like like a weird maple leaf, you know what I mean, or something like that, or uh, oak leaf, like that. It's weird. Yeah, I I had some of that trade on my uh, tangy land where the it was a tri leaf, <laughs> but it looked like a maple leaf. It, it had web in between That's the other leaf. leaves. Yeah, yeah, completely. It was all Finglets. Yeah. At one, say since he seeds at one point did have. Uh, Sensi Seeds at one point did offer a variety called Maple Leaf Indica. Huh. So, nice. It could be something, uh, you know, in that uh, lineage. Yeah. Came out. And uh, what I also was going to ask uh, uh, if, uh, Jack, if you heard my uh, description of the LA Confidential to Snowcap that I had from DNA's limited seed collection. Uh, it had an expression where it never stopped really adding more fan leaves. It went from five to seven to nine to 11 to 13 to 15. And then after 15, it kind of overlapped. And then in the center <laughs> of the stem, it had a, a three leafer. So it, it eventually stopped at an 18 bladed fan leaf and it had a 15 wow. bladed fan leaf. With overlapping three-bladed fan leaf laying right on top of it, where you sometimes see in flower the nug that grows out of the fan leaf. In the petiole, like this, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That crazy. one there's growing. Sounds like that an Afghani. Crazy. A lot of the old Afghanis do that. <clears throat> see, these but, are uh, the yes. things you got to get on your Instagram, there, Johnny. Yeah. I save That's all so my cool. leaves. So the twist <laughs> every one of the leaves. leaves they come oh, off the plant, I save it. I got a leaf like yeah, that I, right I now. Yeah, I save all my leaves. What's up, Jack? What do you do with them, Johnny, after you save them? I put them in a book. Are you pressing them? So I've got... Yeah. I've, yeah, I press each one of my leaves in here. So when I have a, a library of each one of the leaf structures of my plants. Nice. It's awesome. That's a, a good way, to and, actually, and scientifically also, to document. Yeah, and I, I do that. I've done that with every one that I've had since I started. So I've got oh, a, yeah. half a half a book full so far. Wow. My That's mom cool. taught me to do that when I was a little boy. Yep. She said, uh, because she used to bring out 
flowers and shit that people gave her that were special to her. And she say, I saved this one for my mom. She gave this to me for my 18th birthday. And she showed it to me and I said, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's cool. There's some badass like <laughs> so, uh, wooden ones with like a, a crank on it and it like knocks it down and people take like whole like stems, like a whole branch of a plant and they press it in there. But I, I've done yeah. with just a few special leaves what you've done and not with every single plant I've ever grown. That's pretty awesome, man. I think that's a great way to document. Breeder Steve talks about with his million seed search. Um, they document a lot of the stuff like how large the fan leaf is in inches, centimeters, and um, like how many leaves it has. So having a leaf from each plant that you've grown is kind of a cool thing. Uh, you can go back and look at it. It's um, actually good. I, I, yeah, I, so I, what I, what I, I do is I take it off the veg because it's going to show it's more kind of character in the veg part than it does later on in life. It'll, it'll grow out into what it normally is, you know. But in veg, a lot of the times you'll have those characteristic type of leaves that I've noticed. Yeah. Early veg too, before they spit out their maturity. Like I always wait till exactly, about four exactly four that. Oh, to see what's gonna be. Yeah. So twisted, they have um out here Dark Heart Nursery actually sells clones. They call them heartlets of the um freak show. So yeah. there's like a cut that goes around and that one is pretty like earthy, citrusy with pine. But the breeder okay. talked about there's a pretty big range. He was breeding more for structure. And at, at a point, all of them, he said, are very uplifting, kind of sativa type highs. He would describe it as more uplifting. Oh, okay. perfect. So um, the other thing, I've, just in the research that I've done after trying some at a few shops, was the most common terpenes are myrcene, which is most common in most plants, alpha pinene, beta pinene, uh, caryophyllene, both alpha and beta caryophyllene, limonene. Osamine, linalool, and camphene. And osamine is not one that you see too often, but uh, it's coming out. Brandon Rust has a pheno, okay. and the Mendo Dope Boys have a pheno pretty high. Uh, have you ever? Um, what what uh, is it? What what is that that pheno? What Laurel, what would you describe it as? Which in, I'm sorry, like, I missed it. In in the high or the smell? Or no, that last turp profile. Oh, that osamine. You, said you don't see any. You don't see much. Yeah, osamine oh, is kind of a floral. Yeah, I, I think that's the one that's on the person a lot of these uh, uh, CBD ones that people express cherry in. They tend to have okay. osamine, at least the most dominant or the second most dominant. Variety. Okay. Okay. I See, think that's cherry a... comes from uh, benzaldehyde, personally. I don't think it's coming from terp. Yeah, my, my that's one thing I want to really start studying this year too. Is though those turf profiles and knowing what those are and the turf yeah. you know, the cannabinoids. Yeah. I really don't know any of that crap. You know, I know how yeah. to basically go in and garden. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I know have how to you? Read, but I want to learn all that scientific stuff. You know, I could send you the paper that like, I was talking about it on growing with my fellow growers on this Sunday actually, and people were kind of upset with like where the source of the cannabis was coming from. They used confiscated cannabis that like cops had busted people and then they were testing it to see like what smelled the most through the bag yeah and so they measured those compounds so they could train drug dogs another thing i was gonna ask did you catch yesterday when i was talking or i think it was yesterday or two days ago the whole beta caryophylline thing and that's the very first thing i thought that drug dogs were trained to hit off of and then a two-part yeah. thing have I gotta say it's not that? true. Ethan Russo says that all the time, but it's not true. I looked into okay. it and I know people who train drug dogs. Yes. 
Sorry, go ahead. Part two. Uh, uh, no, a second part was, have you ever researched uh, um, or do you know of Dr. Robert Pappas? I think he's at uh, Indiana I'm University. I'm not familiar with him, but I might know there was. He has a PhD in uh, organic chemistry and a PhD in uh, chemistry of essential oils. You, you should really, he has all of his lectures on YouTube and a whole bunch of more stuff. If you really want to go as super in depth into any kind of essential oil chemistry, you should really look up his stuff. Also, Robert. I, I don't know if you've watched my episode. It was a long time ago, but I, I have definitely done a lot of that research and I probably came across his papers when I used to work at a delivery service. We would, they actually now sell essential oils and CBD and shit. They've shut down since Prop 215. He's, he's, he's regarded as having the, the best lab for verifying certified organic um, or only plant-derived essential oils. That's pretty cool. I think yeah. Indra's got a pretty cool background too. He's got some great episodes. I know you had a hard time finding him, but I think Eagle shut up. And I'm out of here. Peace out. I got to get, oh. man. My my eyes are about to drop out of my head. <laughs> All right, guys. Much, I will see you later. Safe journeys, Johnny. All right. Hey, Eagle. Yes. Peace and love always. Eagle, are you at the computer? Maybe not. Yeah, not. yeah. Now it is. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just transplanting. Still a little transplant. I, I learned a lot. I think it's uh, very valuable free content. If you want to go back and look at that guy's lectures, it's. I definitely will. Yeah. It's. I just, yeah. I've done a lot of the research. This is something I've been interested in for years. Like, yeah, same here. I'm going back to maybe 2012 or 2013. But. If you go on my personal page, like mm -hmm. the cherry, the reason I said I think it's benzaldehyde is because I kind of went down the rabbit hole and I examined all the different terpenes that have cherry aromas okay, so and none of them. Benzaldehyde, it's also, you know, it's like bitter almond, right? That's where they get it from. It's it's also what they use for artificial cherry flavoring. So the thing about aroma right. is a one milliliter or one microliter, I should say, is different than like five. And right. like with terpenes, well, you look at terpenes and they're usually between one and 6%. Some really good growers can get between six and 10% on a flower, which is a lot lower than cannabinoids typically are and other things. But most of the time I'd say it's between like one and 5%, but even smaller than that are esters, aldehydes, ketones, flavonoids, yes. other things like that. And even if they're in tiny, 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 tiny amounts, like methylanthranolate, for example, there's no grape, grape. terpene that's great smell like artificial grape. Right. So when you smell that super grapey grape, that's coming from a very small amount of an ester, which is my point. Okay, so you're, you're right. That's what right. smells like. So the only thing I was gonna go back to is you mentioned Ethan Russo and I watched, a, I don't remember where it was from, but something where he kind of was, um, I don't know, fearful or something about people over consuming terpenes and that. And the thing that I couldn't express was that in cannabis's case, we're almost blessed in the fact that the essential oil profiles are almost all terpenes or terpene alcohols. You only see in low abundancy, those esters and aldehydes, which the aldehydes, you know, the, like the benzaldehyde, those are the ones where you would automatically assume, you know, just maybe with the only 
the only knowledge of any of it, you know, maybe you've heard of formaldehyde. So maybe you would think that that's like the furthest thing away from anything that you would want to inhale, right? But in cannabis's case, because it's only terpenes and terpene alcohols, uh, you're almost always safe in that regard of never having to have some over um, powering or too high of concentrate uh, essential oil, you know, li live resin or sauce. <clears throat> terpene I think the poison fraction. is in the dose. I think sometimes the concentrates, like if you dab at super high temperatures, can be caustic. Like limonene is actually dangerous, dabbed over seven or 800 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, and mercine self, wow. self polymerizes too. Mercine's wow. like, for terpene. Yeah. There is a level. I think cannabis is pretty naturally regulating. I think between mm -hmm. like 30, 35%, like cannabinoids, terpenes, roughly, of the flower. So, like a third of it, roughly, is going to be like the stuff that we're going for. And then there's like all the fats, lipids, chlorophyll. And how many times, how many water. times have like you had, uh, water. how many times have you had a cultivar that smells different than when it tastes? Right. Oh. And that's the difference between yeah. mono and sesquiterpenes. All day. And there was a time at, you know, the, in cannabis when they were breeding strains to not necessarily be lower terpene by percentage, like you were saying, five or 6%, but lower terpenes that were monoterpenes. So you had strains that had a different smell than when they burned and the flavor that you had on your palate. Those are the sesquiterpenes that aren't so uh, volatile and they're not, you know, really able to be captured in the nose, but they last on the palate when you smoke them. Right. And actually those are the most therapeutic and least uh, caustic or whatever, abrasive to the lung tissue. So it's kind of funny that people right now, they're breeding for the loudest, loudest, most smelly weed, you know, that you can get. But when you isolate that and concentrate it down, it's actually what people call the expansion smoke. You know, when you take a dab or something like that, you're, it's almost always going to cause some type of irritation, coughing. When if you bred something that actually had better comparable cured uh, sauce, if you ran if you ran flour that was cured into uh, high cannabinoid extract and high terpene uh, extract, the ones that have the highest sesquiterpene um, percentage, those are the ones that are going to be louder in a cured flour extraction versus a live resin where you're trying to capture the monoterpene. But you said it's totally, it'll fuck you up each time you take a dab of it, especially if it's at a hot temperature. It doesn't even have to be at a hot temperature if it's all the monoterpenes that are the, you I'll get. I'll say this, uh, most people are gonna have a much safer experience with just flour and vaporizing it with something like this than they are dabbing it. And that's because when you start concentrating stuff and breaking it down, I personally believe this is just my thought that nature has a, a way of balancing better than when we start isolating and breaking it down. What is so, so beautiful about cannabis to me and many others is like the whole plant medicine. And when we start isolating it, like if you THC distill it 99.9%, .9%, it's not as therapeutic for most of us as like well, 70% THC with terpenes. Yeah, I'm a testimony to that right at this very moment because that's, I have a little bit of flour and some distillate to medicate on, and I'm going through it almost at uh, double the rate that I would if I had live resin. If I would go through a gram or two of live resin a day, I'm going through two to four grams of distillate a day because there's no 
beneficial med medicinal uh, remedy to it, you know, void of terpenes or void of the other essential uh, essential oil compound. I want to say something about Ethan Russo. A few things, actually. I love and respect Dr. Ethan Russo. I think he's a very intelligent man. And I think that a lot of the things that he, he discovered and worked with through GW Pharma that he has since sort of like pulled back on and changed his perspective and shared a lot of this information. If you've read uh, Taming THC, the entourage effect of uh, terpenes and cannabis, whatever, he wrote that, it's very good. But a few things that I will call him out for uh, is the drug dog thing. Uh, going back to that, drug dogs are so good. They could make a true terpene recipe, like the OG Kush, and they could mm -hmm. put that in a jar and they could stick it in, in a and car. And it'll forever hit it. on anything OG Kush. It, so, and but, a no, dog no. is a better, they're a better terpene sommelier or whatever. than we So could I was trying to say, they will not hit on just the terpene concentrate. They it can identify cannabis from a true terpene. If you made an OG Kush terpene profile and put it in a jar, the dog won't hit on that, but it will hit on cannabis if it's trained properly. It's got a good enough nose to identify the subtle differences. So it's not just trained on beta caryophyllene like he was talking about. So some drug dogs are very, very, very good. That's why they use them to train their bomb dogs out there. There are dogs that can smell when people are having a seizure. There are cadaver. dogs that are now being trained to smell, uh, yeah, cadaver dogs. There are dogs that smell uh, all COVID. sorts of stuff. Yeah, COVID is. COVID I, I don't know if I, I don't know if they've confirmed it yet, but they're trying, and I'm Argentina pretty sure they have. Whatever, right? My whole neighborhood smelled yeah. my COVID nineteen. Are you talking about your strain? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, now though, but they are only always attracted to terpenes, though, not THC, because THC is odorless, right? Can they smell? THC is odorless and flavorless. It, it's, it, can they can can a dog hit on pure isolate THCA? I don't think it would. Right. Perfect. It's odorless, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think so. That's why they have such a hard time stopping, especially like the Delta Eight and all these other things that are not even technically illegal. Like people do like Delta Eight carts in all fifty states. Um, well, Delta Eight's amazing. Odorless is an odor. I think Delta 8 is amazing, just for the record. I think the pill form is not for me, but the, the, how they isolated that Delta 8, I was like, fucking genius. Well, if you want to go even more into chemistry, that's a complete accident that comes from bad lab, lab practices. And the story behind that is someone putting color, uh, color remediation products into the boiling flask and into an active run of distillation, which anyone with a chemistry you know, like PhD background, never would have done. That's a complete accident that that well, happened. Did you watch the interview with them? What's it? I, I watched the interview with the actual creator. I can't, it's Delta 9 Labs, but they make Delta 8 products now. But I watched the interview with them. The dude looks like a straight, like, like, like raver, like from a different generation, like scientist guy that takes over this, like that operates the lab and he came up with that whole Delta eight thing. But yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know if it was by accident, but yeah, they hit the whole interview on, uh, yeah, uh, growing exposed, I think. Yeah. You, you color meteor, you color meteorate when you have your solvent dissolved with whatever product you have and you pass it through Z light or certain other things. That you don't have that stuff in the boiling flask when you're actually pulling the vacuum and doing fractional distillation. But someone did that, and that's how you get delta-8 THC.
Yeah, Delta 9 Labs did that. It's pretty cool. You can follow them on Facebook, and they'll give you a free sample of a bottle of the Delta 8 tablets. You guys could try. I'm not into How the were they? Like I said, but yeah. There's a process to... There's a process to uh, RSO where you can basically get uh, numbers as, as close to distillate as you can without even running the distillation. What's, what's that process? Because I'm going to actually set up my RSO lab tomorrow. Okay, so yeah, the, 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 uh, ethanol, if, if you're running ethanol. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. If you're running ethanol, um, it's one of the easiest solvents to change the polarity of. And the warmer ethanol is, the more positive polarity it has. The more colder it is, the more negative polarity it has. Okay. So, if, if so you don't what you're mind, saying is I could use magnetism, right? I could use frequency? No, no. no. Tem temperature is what you have to use. Well, temperature so, and frequency. <laughs> well, temperature is what's going to change the polarity and... If you don't mind working with liquid uh, nitrogen, you can actually work with ethanol when it's a frozen solid. It, it goes beneath 100 and negative 173 uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, I love ethanol. So when, when you do that, you can mix solid ethanol with your material and then stick a thermometer in there and wait till it reaches negative 40 and when you get negative 40, that's the solubility of everything else other than cannabinoids, the, the lipids, the fats, the flavonoids, the terpenes, chlorophyll. The warmer it gets, the more it'll dissolve into solution. Okay, so if you can keep it under negative 40, doesn't matter how long of a duration, as quick as it takes to get up to that temperature, or if you can keep it cooled at that temperature. Okay, so if you filter all your material at negative 40, you're pretty much going to come off with nothing but ethanol and cannabinoids. And then, you know, you evaporate or redistill the ethanol and you're basically left over with almost maybe not 99%, but you're over 90% cannabinoids. And they're the only next thing to go into solubility after cannabinoids is terpenes. So you might have a little bit of residual terpenes, which isn't a negative or positive thing to take off that if that's what you're trying to do but a lot of yeah. people like if you want to go back into the discussion about full plant extract and not knowing the extreme variable of how much entourage effect goes into play if it's only cannabinoids and terpenes or if it's a whole lot of other shit that you extract from the plant then it actually might not be that great of a medicine we're just talking yeah. about the chemistry and you know way to do with way to you know skin a cat in multiple different ways yeah and as <clears throat> ethanol is the actual that's the, the chemical needed to change uh dry ice to a colder state right yeah you can okay. keep when, when you mix ethanol and dry ice it usually stays around negative 70 okay cool a good period of time yeah so you can do that too if you wanted to jacket something or if you had some double walled container that's what I'm saying. You could leave, you could mix your liquid nitrogen with your alcohol, get frozen alcohol, mix that with your material, put it in a double jacketed or in a jacketed thing or double walled thing and seal it off. And then it's going to stay at negative 70 until you want to warm it up or do anything more with it. 
Once if you want to be more basic, you can just throw your stuff in the freezer too, twisted. Because I know that stuff's not the cheapest, and it's like lab grade equipment. And the liquid nitrogen is also kind of an expense, but it definitely makes a different quality, a level of product. But yeah, that's a lot of people are just in there. We just make RSO with ethanol in my freezer. You know, take some shit, uh, plant material, small trim. Um, you can soak it in ethanol. We do like a short wash, three minutes, tip it upside down a few times, and then run that material. And I have an extra craft source, and you can reclaim the alcohol. But if you don't have that, you can just use a rice cooker outside. Uh, oh, yeah, I can, use my B <clears throat> I can use my BHO blast tube. Like, I have an extractor, uh, a closed-loop extractor system. You could – I – pretty sure you can make rso with the closed loop system but that's yeah yeah like because that's like the way you guys are talking about with the yep. ethanol yep huh. interesting so it, it i don't know how you would ha have to design actually i don't know with the blast tube how you would make that happen the way that no, the not a glass tube. steel tube i got no. the stainless steel it's six foot tall you know Hey, one, one other thing, if anyone wants to recover alcohol, it takes a little bit longer and a little bit more patience, but you'll learn something in the end. If you want to get something that it's uh, generically called a simple distillation setup, you can get multiple okay. different, uh, you, you'll search it on uh, Google or anything else, Amazon, you'll come up under, with a setup. And it's anywhere between. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's better than... <laughs> If you want to get it, it's lab glass and, you know, it's a little bit more of a lab setup, yeah. but it's a, a cheaper way to uh, redistill all your ethanol than uh, maybe the name, the name brand, you know, other ones that are out there. And so, yeah. so there's, there's a difference in the process. So you're not just redistilling the ethanol, you're separating it from a cannabis extract in a crucible at a certain temperature and it's under vacuum that allows it to be a much lower temperature so you're preserving more terpenes. it doesn't have to be under vacuum you can do not it at atmosphere make, i'm not talking about making ethanol i'm talking about removing ethanol from yeah yeah it doesn't have to be under concentrate vacuum. it doesn't have to be under vacuum you can do that atmosphere it, yeah like it, it just takes a lot longer time I yeah agree. Yeah, it's just like basically you make it how you make the chart. It's a lot harder to do it at sea level, like I'm at, just to say. Yeah. But, uh, but like you like said, you, you can go on Amazon right now and buy a setup for 70 bucks. And I don't want to throw name brands out there, but there's ones that cost four or 500 more dollars that, you know, you're throwing money away. You know, you yeah. You can buy the glass and do it <laughs> way cheaper. Yeah. Like I say, all knowledge is knowledge. It's not good or bad necessarily it's just knowledge unless you want to spend uh about 750 dollars on a one liter roto bap yeah one liter roto baps for about 750 dollars yeah some of that shit's super expensive twisted if it's knowledge that blows you up in the end it's not very good knowledge. well you don't want to blow up i mean we got to have some kind of experience or knowledge or take baby steps or do something before we attempt any of this shit kids Okay. That's, that's <laughs> knowledge, though, that will prevent somebody else from blowing themselves up, hopefully. Indra yeah. put out there how to not blow yourself up a long time ago. Yeah. People still do. 
Do not blow yourself up. What's really blows my mind is how people blow themselves up with these PHO systems. And it's just a scientific chemical fucking or chemistry experiment that if you keep it at a volatile below, you know, a certain temperature, it's not as combustible. So it's like when you, you know, fill your lighter, it's the same damn thing. People are like, oh, you can't smoke around it. You can't do this now. Nobody does. But I'm just saying there's nothing that like it's non. it's no, no problem. It, it's, it's a little bit of like how, I mean, everyone has a, uh, a little bit of some kind of uh, whatever in, you know, not intent, but level investment that they want to go into research. And uh, it, it is by no means achievable for everyone to learn that kind of level of chemistry. You don't have to have a PhD to know a lot of standards of practice when it comes to working with solvents. Yeah. yeah. I think really my ninth grade uh, I, I took, uh, what is it, advanced science or special science or whatever the hell you call it, uh, honor science, uh, chemistry. <laughs> like, uh, that is really enough to get me through anything in the cannabis world for breaking shit down. It's pretty no, much no. like, I think it's pretty basic. You know, it's maybe breaking down, like making uh, Delta 8 or something like that, you know, getting up there. But like doing the basic extractions and stuff, all that shit is basic chemistry, you know, like just doing the basic introductory level chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to run, boys. I'm uh, (laughs) going to head out. I just want to say one more thing before I go. I guess I'm not surprised some of these people are like blowing themselves up, unfortunately, because people are sometimes naive and eager when they see this shit like there's in their minds a lot of money to be made or awesome product or you know more convenient medicine for themselves and they just don't think of the other things outside of what is here and right now so i just urge anyone to be safe and especially if you're ordering lab equipment um i don't know if it's still like this but that shit used to get people put on lists like watch lists so uh, depending on what you're making like you, you don't want people to think you're like setting up a meth lab or something yeah and uh, i know it's able to buy but make sure there. you're yeah, the state you're in, that's what's important. Yeah, go through all the right avenues and be safe out there. Peace and love, y'all. Eagle, Peace out, for having me. Yeah, Smiley, Jack. good seeing you. This uh, I'm going to bounce right Twisted, the American one, and uh, Red Pill, great chatting with yeah. you all tonight. I hope you all have a great rest of your evening. Peace and love. You too, always. Jack. Peace out, bros. Oh, yeah. Hey, too. You guys all have a good one, man. I'm going to bounce, too. Peace out, Smiley. Peace out, Smiley. Peace out, Eagle, thanks. Red Pill. Yep. Peace out. Thank you. Good to see you guys. Peace out. Good one, man. Yeah, Yeah, you're not not really. uh, Well, here's the thing is, this is all uh, totally normal equipment for essential oil distillers. You can go in your backyard, take some cedar leaves or, you know, branches, and you can have lavender growing and you can do all your own essential oil distillations. It's fine. You, it's not right. you, you know, this is fun. It's funny because this is all food industry stuff. This is how you get your freaking, your, your powdered cheeses on your Cheetos and shit. This is how they make this stuff. Like I used to work and do their garage doors and they had all this equipment. I would never knew really what it was until I got into this. And I'm like, Oh, this is how they make all their oils and all that. Just like you said, 
They've been doing this forever. They used to do it with presses back in the, you know, dark ages and shit. But yeah, they've been doing this forever. And it depends on what state, because like, uh, like Jack said, some states, they consider this to be meth lab equipment. Like it's a meth lab because it's volatile, you know, uh, solvents and you can, you can blow up if people don't do it correctly, you know, but you make sure you do it correctly. And I encourage everybody, if you're going to do it, spend the extra money to get a closed loop system or a, a closed loop uh, uh, return where you can reclaim your passive reclaim. You know, you don't got to spend up extra thousands of dollars to get all the equipment to make it suck out and go through all the chambers and stuff. You can do it with hot and cold. It's so simple. It's like a fifth grader could probably run a damn glass machine. Not that you should, but <laughs> literally, <clears throat> it's so simple. Pretty cool though. Pretty cool. I'm interested with that RSO that I've never even mm -hmm. heard of that process, but it makes There's a lot a, of sense. Another thing, like going back to, you know, like it's normal, the normal, it's beyond normalcy. <laughs> you know, there's little old ladies that do uh, steam distillation of essential oils. Um, uh, Witches, bro. Witches, man. No, go, go. What was the last thing you ended on? Um, Distillers. Fifth grader could do it. <laughs> I'm stoned. Okay. Yeah. It'll come back to me. They were pressing it. They were pressing it back in the, you know, the, the dark to make the Cheeto oil. They've been doing it. Fifth grader could do it. Too. But yeah. That's it. Kyle's man. got it. Heat and cold. Yeah, fifth grader could fucking do it. Oh, hot and cold. Yeah, like a fifth grader could do it. Little old ladies are doing it with steam. Yeah, I wanted to compare it to something. I'm sorry. That's all I, good. We're stoners, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you but know how many is. babies? You know how many babies we had to stuff in that thing to get a, a pint of baby oil? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> they, don't, they don't extract well, is that what you're saying, Tom? Yeah, no. It's a lot of byproduct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just got my extractor back today. Blast had it for a few months doing this stuff. Now I got, I don't know how many pounds, probably, uh, if I would guess, 40 or so pounds of material to run through this sucker. <laughs> and it holds, uh, it's uh, two, oh, it holds a half pound. But I think I'm going to look into getting a one pound tube, maybe a five pound tube. I'm not sure yet. But my first run is going to be all keep. I want to see what that return is going to be. So Goliath thinks, because this is what's strange. Okay, so Goliath, I think, thinks that when you when you blast it, that the, the trichomes don't dissolve. But that's the whole point of it, I thought. So he thinks that when I blast a whole tube of straight Keith, I'm going to push out a tube of Keith, like a, basically a, a, a core of Keith. I'm with him on there. I'm huh? with him on there. I, I, think, I think all the Keith is going to dissolve and ooze right out the bottom. Like it should just, there should be no material left in yeah. there. 
I, uh, I, I don't know if anyone follows. Uh, I don't know if anyone follows Cannabis Love, but he he did this a few years ago. He was running, a, I think, a two-pound tube. Did the same thing, just an experiment. Stuck a whole bunch of keef in there, ran it through. The only thing difference is you have a higher yield, you know, other than flour. You know, instead of like maybe from flour getting a twenty-five percent yield, now running keef you're going to get more like a seventy percent yield. Yeah. There is some leftover that stays inside the tube up top, on top of the filter, but you're going to get a way higher yield and it's going to be more or less the same thing. You know, it, it'll be very much the same way as if you ran flour, but you're just going to get way more yield yeah. because you're running but the higher tube, the tube's generally going to be empty though. There won't be a whole stuff. Yeah, door. whatever. And you, I mean, you can go into something, you know, you can investigate more what the hell is left over, but I'm telling you, you can probably expect to get like a 70% yield versus yeah, like 25%. And see, that's what I'm thinking. And once I see that versus flower and then do this calculation, I'm probably going to turn all my stuff into in the key and then blast all that and then bubble wash the rest mm -hmm. of my stuff and make bubble hash out of the rest of and, it. Uh, only thing I can say is try not to leave it so that the uh, it's so powdery or compacted on the bottom that it um, makes too tough of a seal on the filter that the vacuum yeah. can suck through it. Well, I won't I won't pack it because I've been watching a lot. I'm in totally amateur, trust me. Okay, but I've been watching a lot of pros doing the things and. So I watch a lot of amateurs doing it, and I see a lot of amateur stuff in their tubes, cramming those tubes so tight. I see the pros doing it, and they grab handfuls of weed and just place it in there and shut the thing, and they're getting <laughs> fucking callous. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to try different experiments and see what comes out. I just know what comes out when they're cramming those tubes. They're pulling out bags and bags of just shit that's covered in heat. Okay. I, I don't know if this is exactly what I forgot, but it goes back to what it's something I wanted to bring up. And there was a <laughs> either a concentrate cup or a, just some sort of cannabis cup. Not sure exactly which one. I want to say it was maybe 2012 or 2013. It was a SoCal cup where they had a, they adapted some new form of testing the concentrates and they test con, you know the entries for you know to try to call them out to make them sure that they're even good enough to be in this competition right yeah and one of the first things that they went after was something called n uh n pentane or neopentane and in the chain of alkanes you know it goes like uh uh methane propane butane and then pentane okay and it it's funny that they kind of targeted that one as something being so negative and something that you wanted absolutely no residual amounts of or the lowest ppm possible and uh there's no way of me remembering the actual patent number but there is a u.s patent code for the extraction of cannabinoids where they go into detail of how to extract every form of cannabinoids, the decarboxylated ones and the non-decarboxylated ones, and from many different forms from plant material, from plant material or crude material, CO2 extracted uh, material, and the solvent that they use to uh, to isolate trichomes from the rest of the essential oil was pentane. There, so. 
I know a lot of people, we don't look at this from like the same standpoint that actual chemists in a lab do. And maybe it's far from anything, you know, you have to take it out of the discussion of medicine, right? This is just like chemistry uh, analysis and the best efficacy and the best proof of concept of um, chemical engineer patents of how to get the these isolates out of these plants. And the very first purpose that they had were making standards for the machinery that we use to test THC percentages and stuff. At some point before then, they needed a chemist to isolate 100% pure THCA, 100% pure THC, 100% pure CBC, so that they could feed it to these machines as a standard. To So now when, when they get samples... Yeah, that they they can indicate on what the percentages are, and that's there's flawed machinery where they get bad standards, and the standard itself is only like maybe eighty percent. One. But see, why don't why don't they just use a mass spectrometer for that? Well, they do, but what I'm saying is, when they program it, at some point, what you're looking for has to be fed to the machine, and for the machine to identify it, it has to be given a pure sample of whatever compound it is that you're looking for. So that's what I mean. These, these cannabinoid patents originally come out of scientists huh. that were calibrating time like, ago. Yeah. these machines to be able to test for all these cannabinoids in the first place. So right. in a lab setting, it's ironic that one of the most feared solvents to use was the very first solvent that these chemists went to, to do this. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. A test yeah. Score. Yeah, you and you can't argue when they're coming away with the numbers and calibrating machines at 100% purity. You know what I mean? Uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, is come, yeah. A lot of this comes from patents, and it's far from what we're talking about making RSO to cure cancer patients. You know, this, this is a complete different discussion, is what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Of I'm course. tapping out, boys. Yeah. Okay. I'm tapping yeah, out. out. Yeah. It was was good chatting with you, Twisted, Red Pill, an Eagle, fucking Eagle. You know, he's always, it's always fucking awesome fucking talking shit with Eagle. Fucking talking shit. He didn't say say much tonight, though. Yeah, he didn't say much. He's working. Yeah, get some transplant done, kid. All right, we'll catch you on the rebound. Peace out. Good talking to you, buddy. Thank you, Tal. I'll be in chat for a couple. Mm -hmm. I'm finishing my joint. Yeah. Interesting, man. You got a lot of knowledge, Red Pill. Thank you. That's cool. I love the knowledge sure. that like Jack provides a lot of these guys, man. It's just like fucking, fucking well, awesome. When it comes to the what I was just talking about, the chemistry, it does come a lot from being able to find that patent and just read it from it, you know, end to end. And then another tip, like I said everything that I know about terpenes was because this uh, Dr. Robert Pappas put all of his lectures out there for free on YouTube. Yeah. Go and find them and watch them now. And like I said, he's a, he has a PhD in organic chemistry and a PhD of chemistry of essential oils. And his lab is the number one certification lab for uh, verifying your essential oils are pure organic. And I mean, it's like literally the best sources of free information available for terpenes.
So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, there's two, two ways of explaining knowledge to people. And it's either through direct experience or through, you know, the number one, what you would call expert in whatever um, genre of things we're talking about. Right. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't regurgitate any bullshit if I didn't believe in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's respectable for sure. Yeah. We're going to get in all that this, uh, this summer here coming up. So I live in Northern Michigan, like we're under feet of snow and not feet, but inches and inches of snow. So of course we can't grow anything outside. <clears throat> we're setting up the grow in the basement here pretty soon. Though the basement's tight, but, uh, uh, we'll be doing all these essential oils with uh, Witchy Amber Lilana first mm -hmm. next year uh, or this year coming up. But uh, we're going to grow a whole bunch of different things like Vervain. I think it's called Vervain. And uh, a whole bunch of different things. We actually have this one thing that grows in Michigan. It's pretty wild. And it's it's a natural morphine. And I was like, wow, it's just funny to me because there's actually a lot of drug addicts in this town. And I'm just like, wow, these people are like getting in trouble and they have no idea that there's plants that are native to Michigan that grow in people's backyards that actually would get them way higher if they just know how to extract it. Right. You know what I mean? Not saying you should go do that, but for medicinal purposes, there's all kinds of these different plants that are right here. And we'll be doing that. So that's interesting. We got to the extraction part of it. And you're talking about the little ladies extracted in their kitchen. And yeah, that, I, I, that's what I want to convey to people is maybe there is a whole lot of fear and negative connotation. And you think you're buying scientific lab <laughs> equipment on the Internet and then the feds are going to come and bust you. But you would be surprised to know how, you know, regular this equipment is for ordinary shit mm -hmm. you know what i mean especially the steam distillation that, that's that, that's what i mean there's yeah it's it's a very basic or ordinary or normalized thing that you don't got to be fearful of okay and, and once you complicate things from there maybe more and more so but everyone can at least experiment with that you know what i mean you're totally safe in there and as far as danger anything uh accidents happening it's way safer than any other method of getting essential oils you're just working with water and steam you know yeah might burn yourself, this, that, i know like indra invented the process of you know, making the bho but mm -hmm. a lot of the equipment came right from the lavender industry it's well, well, where a lot of that equipment it came, came from, from the food industry the food industry, if you like do the whole research it back, it actually all this equipment for the BHO was CO2 originally. That's where they got the whole CO2 from and they were extracting like they put like peppers and they grind pepper all up and then put it in the the in the dab tube or the BHO tubes, you know, and the make pepper tube. spray. Yeah, yeah. And then blast it down and they make their fucking juice. But just like you're saying, it came from labs, like our food labs, our essential oil labs. So, you know, how we get these fragrances. How do the hell you think you get a fragrance? You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, there is, like I said, outside of cannabis, one of the very most uh, expensive uh, oils, and this is a very funny thing, we, we think of the term butter. You know, in a concentrate, like we invented that in the cannabis industry. No, 
in in essential oil industry, they have iris butter, and they have been ex, uh, extracting it with butane. They have closed loop systems that they dedicate to iris flower extractions, right. and you don't really come out with an oil; you come out with the butter out of that end of the process. But that stuff's worth five hundred dollars a liter, or uh, five thousand dollars a liter. Wow. Or, or a, a, a thousand uh, milligrams or a thousand grams. Sorry. It's $5,000 wow. for, for iris butter. It's, you know, uh, and, and roses and violets too. But yeah, the, the, I've, maybe I can find it, you know, really look for it. But I watched uh, a, perfume, a perfume documentary when I was really into this, like, you know, just watch documentaries in general. And when I was into this, look for as many essential oil. I found two different ones. I could, go, could tell a whole story about the frankincense one that I found, but I found one uh, going into the uh, in-depth, the history of perfumery. And that's where I saw it. People in a lab using BHO extraction to make this iris butter. You know. Yeah, it was mine. Everything you need is in the tote. <laughs> I gotta put it together still. Nothing to do this all tomorrow. Today, I mean. It's pretty sweet. Who's yeah, packing it with? And I don't think I'm gonna pack it. The uh, frankincense documentary I watched was crazy too because. In my mind, I think it was just an excuse to kind of watch the inner workings of the Saudi Arabian government. Like the, this journalist went to like Yemen, Oman and Saudi Arabia, and she tracked down the history of where the first frankincense went out of or came from. And supposedly the tree still is living. Yep. And, and uh, they went into the whole history and it. It's a three hour long documentary about frankincense, but it has more to do with what's going on in Saudi Arabia. So I always thought like, man, that lady is like a uh, MI6, you know, spy. It was just an excuse to kind of uncover some shit that their cover was, oh, we're gonna just learn what the frankincense trade is like. And it just so happens to be that it's the hub of Saudi Arabia. We're gonna hang out with the prince and the king of Saudi Arabia. And, they have a whole different way of doing like what we want now as stimulus checks and that the, the government of Saudi Arabia literally rolls around every tribe and every village in the country. And they have like a formal document written out asking like what you need help with, maybe dental insurance or a new car or, you know, uh, plumbing services or something like that. And the king literally goes through like a stack of these piles town to town to town and just like giving handfuls of money and granting people their uh, whatever problems that they're having with their, you know, paying for their troubles. You know, that's how it used to be over there too, back in the day. <laughs> it's all this bullshit happening in the new world. When the kings were sheiks. Yeah, you know? I I just thought it was crazy. Like I thought I was watching something about essential oil. What does this have to do with it? You know what I mean? So that's what gave me the, you know, feeling like, uh, I think this is like some kind of 
007 yeah. deep cover. <clears throat> well, it's interesting with the frankincense too. There's many YouTubers that I know that will make tinctures with the frankincense and stuff and the uh, dragon's blood and all these different ones. And what they're doing here is like, I do a thing called Weed Church. So uh, on Weed Church, we discover all kinds of different ancient things and it has nothing to do with church, but I like to go and discover all the characters in the Bible and who they really were and their, their part they played in humanity. You know, and it always comes back to cannabis and tinctures and uh, uh, hemp seeds and oils, you know, and the natural, you know, the, the essential oils and stuff. As one of the ingredients in anointing oil. Exactly. Exactly. And this is what it comes back to, right? So YouTubers are out here making freaking holy anointing oil, bro, and doing they, all the things. They actually know. use, if you go by the recipe, <laughs> they, they had to have a pretty high milligram thing in there because if i'm right i think they use nine the conversion nine pounds a weed bro nine pounds in two gallons of oil right yeah no uh yeah maybe i think maybe i have to look at the recipe again but i have a whole weed that's, that's, on that specifically but I, that uh, is a lot yeah it's a lot one drop of that is like a thousand no milligrams. they used to cover themselves in that shit and they would go to the stars bro yeah. That was a phone call to God right there. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I see him there. He is. Same thing. Hot oh, boxing too. God. The hot box. They had. They yeah, have that, that was with the go, and, and part of this, if you look at the Robert Pappas stuff, he goes over that and covers uh, the very first um, documentation of someone inhalating or using uh, essential oils in some uh, ritual or medicinal value or some way and they made contraptions where you literally make like a space helmet yeah around your head and stick your yeah. head in a hot box and vape all these oils yeah yeah and imagine that you know uh, the human brain is is linked to something else i go i'm not going to go deep into it now it's too way too late in the show and too early in the day but I do all kinds of weed church. We get oh, deep. We, we got plenty so, of stuff to go into. I we, get, we get yeah. deep, deep in it stuff just like that. And some people might think I'm a little off the deep end, but just I've been in touch with things that people would never even understand. You no, know I'm what right. I mean? I'm, I just know I'm, things. And yeah, when I'm I right go look, when I go, th I think of something and I go research it, kind of like what I hear you talk about, I go research it and I, I find it. I find exactly the thoughts that I had, and there is the truth, and it's amazing. And then I find other people that are right along with it, and then we discover more things. And then, you know, <laughs> I really want to make the real annoying oil, though. You know what I mean? And so I got enough weed now. Let's do it. <laughs> you know. And just imagine, though, the kind of cannabis they actually had. And I don't really think it was cannabis back then. You're talking about before the biblical flood. No, I'm sorry, after the biblical flood, but the actual recipe was before the biblical flood. You got I go back to the Anunnaki, bro. You know, I'm not all into the Bible and God and stuff. I'm with the Anunnaki. Those are the gods. You know, that's where the witchery came from. That's where the cannabis came from. That's where the actual plant book came of, from. The book, came from Enoch, the book of Enoch. I forget. I can't remember every single angel's name, but every single <clears throat> methodology of practice of anything from like sewing to weapon making came down the information down from either i think i think it was 20 different angels angels which were anunnaki gods that came from a planet called the mirror you might not be i know that but i i, I go back in we church that's what i do i cross reference all these characters to who actually they are either 
human co-parts that they're actually talking to. It's just, I love Returns, man. Returns is fun. <laughs> we do I like the way his his fucking mic changed and shit, right? When, to like a holy above voice when yeah. he started talking about angels. He's like, he got distance and stuff. He went, angels! And he got like, it was from me, like he was talking about the shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know how your mic changes to us? It, it's it it twisted it it changed as soon as you said angels, it, you might change. Yeah. No, but <laughs> well, that's that's probably really the truth. You know what I mean? It's too it's too real to like like not look at it. You know when I, I put it together, I can I go all all the gods all throughout history, and it's just it's wild and stuff. It's pretty amazing that they're all the same. In, in, in that book of Enoch, that my, fa- my very f- favorite part of that book of Enoch is there's a time when he's being like led through different realms. Yeah. And he's, uh, there's one point where he's like attracted to the smell of a certain plant. And he's like going crazy about it. And God li- literally has to ask him, he's like, what do you think is so special about that plant? And he's like, oh, the fragrance. It's amazing. And God has to explain to him that, that that's like the... Uh, plant that's given to the intellects in paradise that's where they get their knowledge from well mind you there's different plants though in mm-hmm. biblical times now we got mimosa okay yeah. the mimosa bush which that's oh god that's way mimosa so does way smell good it does cannabis i think yeah, it does and that would drive you crazy and that's dmt that is the actual true, true, true phone call of God. Like, you will see God if you take TMT, you know. But then yeah. they say the enlightenment is the cannabis. So there's a couple different ones. People will say there's calamus, there's, you know, uh, can- cannabism, which is the cannabis, you know. But it all stems back to the, the one seed that Nimba brought and said, because what was happening is they were eating everything on the planet, all the plants and animals, and they weren't satiated because they were huge people, giants, right? They were losing muscle, losing their brain matter. They were, they, they were 26 feet tall. They had six fingers, six toes, two rows of teeth. <laughs> Do you know what talking about? No way. So, so they brought a seed from their planet and Nimbo pulls it out and says plant this and they took it to a place where there was giant cedars and planted it they made a creature called the cane to go fucking right right it's crazy right i know mm-hmm. it's right in the bible they made a being called cane to grow, go grow their, and their you know what's funny brain. about that who was cain's what what lineage does uh cane or what kush Cush, Adam. we call it Cush, comes Adam. from the line of Cain. Adam. Yeah. That's that's Adam. I, I think that's funny that we have weed today named Cush, and that's literally one of the lines descended. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, it's just, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. The whole history of cannabis that came, how it came to this planet, and how it's designed for the physiology that is human you know specifically it was designed for anunnaki because it was grown on a planet that we would consider to be a sun first of all okay that's where it's from and and grown 
in pure crystalline soil. Imagine that. Imagine crystalline soil. Imagine a lava-based planet. Your soil is crystal. You ever look at sand under a microscope? It's all tiny little crystals. Oh, man, I'm the crystal dude. I'm not the crystal daddy. Okay, that's Jacob. But uh, yeah, I grow, my whole backyard is crystals. My whole yard is 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 uh, calcite. It's sand, but it's calcite yeah. sand. It's uh-huh. sand calcite. And then I put yeah, crystals it, it's, all, it's all kinds of gemstones. Literally looks like gemstones, little rubies, yeah. emeralds, all that shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what I do, man. Yeah, I love it. I love how cannabis just is everything, though. When you stem it, like Jack said, it's the greatest uh, medicine on, on this planet. And it really is when used properly and applied to your body correctly. But also you have to be in the right spiritual frame of mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> on the right diet. Right. So you don't expect to like cure cancer if your mind's all fucked up and you're eating shit. Right. You can't just no McDonald's no McDonald's yeah, breakfast, even though you, you like those hash browns. You can't pump all this cannabis in here and then live this crappy lifestyle and think that you're cool. You know, no, that's probably not going to work. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Everything has to be in harmonic balance. Yeah, the two things that makes me think of is as far as the very best way to the best resource of cannabis that you're going to get is a download of information from the ether. Right? And I talked about a couple of days ago, uh, salvia, which has been abused and totally had a bad name written about it. But the people, yeah, because people who, misused it. Exactly. It's been on the this people, planet for so long. Freaking humans don't even know. It came from India. That's a herb that they grow in the freaking. If you go to an Indian's house, I already interrupt you real quick. It pisses me off about salvia, and I do this on my live too all the time. Okay, when you go into an Indian person's house, you know from India, I guarantee right outside their door, and if they have a little garden there, they will be growing salvia because it's their thing. That's their incense. Go ahead, sir. Well, I was going to say that it has what it does to you is whether you like it or not, you're going to respect it or not and react to it either way. So if you do respect it and if, if you do realize how effective it is, exactly what its purpose is, it literally is the easiest way to go out of body. Out of, out of any other substance, uh, plant-derived substance on earth, right? And a lot of people freak out about that, right? And and don't use it for what its purpose was. And the very first people to use it for ritual purpose, they figured out that they could use it and communicate with their ancestors that were already died and passed on this earth. Yes. So like, you know, when you think of like, oh man, I wish I could have grandpa's advice. I wish I could, I could ask him about this question. They would use salvia and be able to derive that information. <clears throat> but 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 not smoke, only inhaled through it being roasted, right? Mm-hmm. By incense or, purposes. Or I also start seeing they made a, like a, a paste and a tea and a drinkable beverage out of it too, which is longer. Oh, nice. Like a hiawasa. <laughs> Basically, it, it, even though you don't have to add anything else to it, it salvia by itself is active, just drinking it or eating it, ingesting exactly. it. Exactly. 
but it does have, instead of maybe a five to 10 minute experience, you're going to have more like a 35 minute experience. Yes. And these are the things I try to teach too on We Church is the history of the plant, you know, different plants that were in the Bible or from ancient times, you know, that are medicinal to people that, that people find and they go, Ooh, well, you know, if you do it this way, if you smoke that, man, you get wasted. Well, here's the truth. Yeah. Okay. Like it even says, I'm just going to dip in the Bible, but it says in the Bible even that it's just written down that it was a sin to to smoke the cannabis and to smoke the cannabis. We were never meant to actually inhale anything in our lungs that was a carcinogen, mm -hmm. right? That was to be pure. We were meant to, like by, by putting it to your lips and having it uh, actually uh, uh, vaporize here and through the skin back to the oil through the skin was supposed to be good enough especially like i'm saying the go right now and grab nine pounds smoke huts you know yeah and go right now go grab nine pounds of weed and even if it was two two gallons of oil that they used i'm telling you that's going to make anything stronger than any tincture you're ever going to find it is you got to remember, they also put fucking, uh, 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 I think, dragon blood or something in there. Yeah, I don't know. A bunch of other it, shit that makes it yeah. even stronger. All that other shit. You know what I'm saying? Holy yeah. shit. Dude, I already know. Like, So people don't understand why cannabis is a Schedule 1 drug ever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, because it's a psychedelic. They're like, no, it's not. You just get high. I'm like, no. It's like, you don't, you've never used it the proper way. Let me make some weed brownies to you. I guarantee you're going to be fucking tripping. You get the real drugs. Uh, hey, thank you for reminding me. Hey, uh, Eagle, do you watch uh, Saturday Night uh, SNL? Not so much anymore, but uh, I try to occasionally. I used you to gotta watch go, it. Oh, you got to go look oh. up the weed gummy skit. There's a, a skit that I think it was last week. It's a weed gummy. You don't got to play it now. Maybe play it for yourself later. But okay. I think you're going to enjoy that. Yeah. I will. Yeah. If, if I you concentrate, if you concentrate right. cannabis the right way and, you know, do the right thing to it, um, dude, you will absolutely trip harder than mm -hmm. and cleaner than like acid. I don't like acid. Acid's dirty. I won't ever do that ever again. I did that when I was a little kid. But uh, like shrooms are good, but I'm telling you, a cannabis trip is like no other. Like some people say, please take me to the hospital, but that's because they're not in the right frame of mind. They're not in control of what they're what's happening. Like, because it's an experience, man. It's in like like how we talk about the salvia. It's like an out of body experience almost, dude. You're man. Um, my buddy grew this plant, and also my favorite concentrate uh, company, uh, Green Dot Labs, out in Colorado. They both were growing this plant called uh, was a Colombian black variety. But as far as I know, it's the longest flowering plant that I've ever heard of. It takes minimum 195 days to finish, but sometimes some varieties of the pheno take 300 days, almost a full what? year. I fucking, in flower, or is that yeah. whole batch? Com Colombian black, check it out. And the uh, Green Dot Labs, they had a pheno that they called DMT because what? it was the oh. most sativa, trippiest weed that well, they've ever found. Yeah. Yep, yep, but, see? Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. People think that the 
the the indica is where it's at i'm just like yeah. you don't uh, it's the the sativa is the cerebral if you mm -hmm. get a sativa that is like don't get you high kind of thing that's not like my Leia and the kyle ren are on those borderlines where it's like whoa like dude we smoked some Leia one time and we were high for two freaking days bro two days mm -hmm. we were like i didn't want to do nothing i was like holy shit i'm wrecked wrecked mm -hmm. like you know yeah dude that's what I'm into. I'm into that. I want to find that strain that's just like, it's like you're there. Like you're 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 not there, but you're there. You know. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, that's. I fell in love with Vortex. That's one of my all-time favorite strains. And uh, even though we just, you know, both agreed that you don't want LSD, but Subcool explained the high of Vortex as being like acid. Yeah, and that's what's up, man. That's the beauty of cannabis right there. That is why it's a schedule one drug, you mm -hmm. know, but it doesn't, it shouldn't be because it's medicine, but that's where they put it. You know, once they knew, found that point, point out about it, they're like, oh no, this, we're going to take this off the, the market here. And plus people can heal themselves. We don't need that because we got like cancer. They got to pay all this money. Then we got to heal them with hundreds of thousands of dollars of cancer stuff. Get them on all these pills, guys. No, it's terrible, terrible things happen in the world. Totally. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Visually pleasing there, Red Pill. <laughs> I have to use the bathroom real fast. I'll be right back. Cool. Right on. That's very interesting, man. Have you ever had any experiences like that, Eagle, with cannabis? Like where you actually, you know, trip? Have actually like oh, colors yeah. in your face? One time, one time, and one time only have I reached the uh, hallucinate stage with uh, cannabis, and that was a uh, <laughs> it was a twofer, man. I I wish I could. Well, I know how to duplicate it. I just don't, you know. It's, no, it was back in my. <laughs> it was back when I was first stages of making the butter there. My magic butter machine. I first time, I, one one of the first times I got it. I was, uh, I had it, all the material in the cheesecloth and it was warm enough for me to handle, you know what I mean? Barely. And I, being the cheap ass I am, I, you know, I know there's stuff in there, trapped in there, but I, I want it out. So I just fucking, I grabbed that ball and fucking barehanded, barehanded. Keep in mind, this is for me. I'm not, you know, selling anything just so. But I grabbed that fucking ball and I just squeezed the fuck out of it. You know what I mean? I've just got it between my hands. Watching it drip out and I'm thinking, yeah, I told, thinking to myself, oh yeah, I told you so. I told you so. Look at all that shit coming out of there. And fucking, you know, then I fucking like set it aside. I don't think nothing of it. And then I fucking go ahead and I make cookies right off the bat with that shit. Fucking take a little side and make a batch of cookies. And then I turn around, eat some of those, a large amount of those, like five cookies. And which they were like, I put mint chips in them and they made them taste like thin mints. And they were fucking so good. I just gobbled them down without thinking. Probably because I was so high of what I did the first time, you know, without thinking. Without thinking, you know what I mean? What I did was fucking absorb all that butter through my skin as I'm squeezing out the fucking ball. Yeah, right. I just fucking 
and I had made a heavy, heavy, it was 10 grams per stick recipe. And uh, so between the two of it soaking in my skin and then eating them cookies and then smoking, man, I fucking sure as shit, man. I spent 45 minutes to an hour fucking. I, for some reason, that uh, that skit from Young Guns with the chicken. That popped into my head and I laughed in the shower for about 45 minutes to an hour. I mean, to the point where I, this is a, I'm in a two story house at the time and my fucking kids fucking come up and they like knock on the door. Like, yeah, all right. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. They actually heard me downstairs. Fucking. <laughs> fucking like, <"I> <laughs> but yeah, man, I had that, that, that feeling when I got, I, I took a nap just before that shit, man. I had to sleep it off, man. I'd smoked a joint, yeah. man. I could feel it coming on. And then when I woke up, I was in full hallucination, man. I yep. got up, I felt like my head was like 10 yep. feet above me. Yeah. I thought I want you to start stammering into the shower there thinking I'm gonna fuck you. I gotta wake up, man. Oh, and dude. I didn't wake up, man. It just fucking hung out. But man, it was like four hours, four or five hours of heavy hallucination like that. I I liked it. You know, most people would have been fucking terrified of that experience, but I was like this is, I, 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 I haven't I been get, like this in a long time. I got one <laughs> weed freak out in my lifetime. I had one weed freak out. And uh, me and a few of my buddies, okay, we got we got what um, Smiley said earlier. You know, there's brickweed and then there's drow back in the day. Okay, we got what was, you know, sold to us as drow and called train wreck. Let's forget about if it was even train wreck. It was just good weed, okay? And we, we smoked it and we overindulged a lot. It was a situation where we were at my buddy's kind of like house party and it was two different schools. My buddy got kicked out of one school, went to another. You know, he's more loyal to the first school he started out with our little group of homies. And then he kind of lived with this girlfriend that was more loyal to that other school group. And there's two different rooms of people socializing. And he came back to our room and we smoked maybe with me and three other me, that guy, and two other friends. So four people total. We smoked uh, a whole eighth of this, what was told to us as train wreck, like, I don't know, in fucking less than an hour. We just packed bowls and smoked it all real fast. And we got the munchies, decided we were going to go to Wendy's to smoke. And even before we left the house, one of my buddies looked at me. And he's like, are you all right? He's like, you're looking kind of weird. And I don't know what kind of state of mind I was in. But I'm like, all right, yeah, but I don't. I didn't look in the mirror to see what I looked like. Well, we, we roll on over to Wendy's and we come to the, uh, there's no, it's completely dead. No one in the parking lot, no one in the drive-thru. And we roll up and then the uh, guy says, uh, you know, welcome to Wendy's, what do you want? And my buddy who's driving, whose house we just came from, says, uh, hold on, my car's on fire. And I... <laughs> I, I look outside the, the windshield and I see all this, what I thought was smoke burrowing up. And I started flipping out and I'm screaming, we got to get the fuck out of the car. It's Grand Theft Auto. You got 30 seconds. The car's going to fucking blow up. 
Oh my god! And it just turned out to be steam evaporating because it's cold, and we're in Wisconsin, <laughs> just like it is right now. The icy ass car. There's just steam evaporating off the hood of the car. Oh god! I'm having a freak out thinking the car is on fire just because my buddy was joking around thinking this car was gonna explode, and I'm literally like pulling on the door handle like let me the fuck out I'm running away and then my buddies are all like calm the fuck down and my buddy had to pull out of the drive through into a parking spot until I chilled out. See that sounds like a train wreck to me. Oh dude it had to have been man. Sounds like a train wreck. Yeah that that was the only weird acute paranoia (sighs) weed freak out that I've ever had. Otherwise I love weed you know more the merrier (laughs) but that was that one time see before the paralysis unfortunately and my daughter had paralysis at one point i made a fucking uh again heavy chocolate yeah i like my when i make my edibles i'm making that shit strong i'm looking i'm trying for the hallucinant you know what i mean i'm not fucking around i'm i'm looking to go there and uh but uh so i made some chocolate a huge a bar of it i mean when i say huge it was huge and i just had it in my freezer i was just like snapping chunks whenever <laughs> and uh so i gave her you know a small hunk small hunk this is where edibles go wrong it's just good you know what i mean so i give her a small hunk of one day one day i give her a small hunk she's like yeah she had a great day man she loved that shit she was like oh yeah that's great and then a couple days later i give her another small hunk and uh keep in mind lexi's 21 she's not young young you know i mean so i give her another hunk and uh she had a good day and then uh fucking i go i leave i go to the store and fucking she cracks off a big old hunk because chocolate the chocolate's good and i come home and she is fucking having a good time you know she's like in the beginning phases and then all of a sudden she just fucking peaks. I look over and she is just locked up. I mean, you could have fucking picked her up. You could have grabbed her arms and just picked her up, and she would have still been in that sitting phase. <laughs> Melted. <laughs> I, yeah. Melted. And she couldn't, yeah, she couldn't breathe. She didn't like it. Bro, see like, if you oh, can't no. breathe, that's a different thing, though. You Full, know, yeah, it was it was a scary experience. I ended up having to put uh, uh fucking my headphones. I, I listened to a lot of Bonaro beats and a lot of relaxing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I actually put my headphones on. I put some nice Bonaro beats on for her, put the headphones on her, locked eyes with her, and I'm like, you know, follow me, honey, breathe breathe yeah coach you know the, the breathing and got her got her thinking correctly you know what i mean because once you can control your breathing you know you're you're back on track yeah and uh so yeah she once she was able to calm down she was all right but man she it was scary there for a minute man i mean she, she's pretty scary yeah that's a totally she still won't do edibles because of that shit 
<laughs> I'm like, well, I warned you. You know, I warned you. You know, you got to go little, work your way up. You can't just dive in. You have to. You have to start small. If they're strong animals, you have to take a piece, wait two hours. That's what people do. They don't wait a half an hour and go, I don't feel nothing. I'm going to eat more. I'm going to eat twice as much. And then they're half an hour, oh, I feel nothing. You know, some edibles take hours to kick in and then you're wrecked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so. You, you got to check that weed gummy skit out. If there's anyone in the chat, I, I can't read the chat. I'm going to try to look at it. I did watch it, Red Pill. That's what I was saying. It was oh, visually pleasing. <laughs> I watched a whole bunch of them and it's like the dude's like, Ooh. I'm about to take a walk. And I'm about to take a 1,000 milligram edible and go take a walk around my neighborhood. And he says, and it shows him walking off his porch and taking the edible. And he says, after I took the edible, and he's just standing at the end of his driveway, staring at the fucking like it, It's <laughs> funny we just mentioned salvia because like the 2020 or 2021 videos of people reacting to edibles reminds me of like 2005, 2006. People uh, doing videos of smoking salvia. I mean, it's almost the same thing. Yeah. I smoked that shit one time, dude. Yeah. And uh, before I knew it was any kind of medicinal thing, you know, weed was outlawed for a while, you know, and they came up with all those cool little FD fake weed things mm -hmm. and K2 and all that weird shit. I've never tried any of that stuff. <laughs> and I was on probation and stuff, you know, but I was always looking for something, but I was always getting in trouble for smoking real weed. So it didn't matter what my buddy brought up some salvia one day he's like you gotta try this shit that's crazy and i was like all right I was like, how do you do he's like you put it in a bomb man rip that whole bomb down i was like all right cool rip that whole bomb down he's like yeah hold it in hold it as long in. as you can and blow it out bro i was sitting in a chair i sweated my ass off i was stuck to the chair like this i yeah, could not that's all this is when i was a big strong dude i could that was that effect that I was talking about. You have like some type of gravitic effect. You either feel pushed or pulled. Yeah. Pushed or pulled. Yeah, my body got stuck face down to the carpet. <laughs> he couldn't get up. He's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. And some people have, uh, there's once in a, I had a 50-50 thing where I'd either go to a, another universe or at the very least, I'd have uncontrollable laughter. Yeah, I was once laughing a, the whole time. Yeah, you see the effect. And that's why I think if you want to like, <laughs> if you want to hit like the lottery and you want to just dip your toes in it, your very first time you want to be ballsy, the best you can hope for is the uncontrollable laughter high. Because literally like when you, you can't use your hands to cover your mouth and hold your jaw from laughing and you're drooling. <laughs> oh, it was, I was a mess, bro. Cause I'm not mm -hmm. used to not being in control of my body. That's why when the first time I ever did LSD, I couldn't believe that little, I was a big football player. I couldn't believe that little tiny piece of paper did that to me. I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe it. You know? So when I do things like that, I'm like, when I'm not in control, I could not move my hands, my arms. I could not sit up. I could not believe it. I was like, what is on me? I'm like, what is on me? Who's holding me down? I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, and I never did it again. But then I learned through We Church the, the medicinal values of it. Through uh, when I did, I used to do garage doors. 
and I had a lot of Indian customers and uh, they always grew it. And I was like, Hey, that's salvia right there. Right. And they're like, yeah. And they teach me the different things they use it for and stuff. And it's their medicinal incense, you know, <laughs> just like you were saying, it's pretty neat. Well, guys, this, uh, we're three minutes late on that 420 there. Oh, but, shit. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. Take that 420 puff. Yeah, I need to get to my shout-outs. need to get some oh, transplanting going. But I'd like to thank you, every you guys, you two, and everybody else that uh, participated tonight uh, for one hell of a wormhole tonight, man. It's some great conversation. And... Uh, a lot of knowledge dropped tonight. I appreciate you guys popping in. It means a lot, man. Especially these nights like tonight, man. I fucking can hang back a little bit because conversation's so good and actually get a little bit of work done. So <laughs> I kind of, I, I take, I love them nights when I can just kind of listen and fucking work. Uh, it helps. It's doing this every night, man. I, I can, I can use the little shortcuts <laughs> here and there. <laughs> Yeah. So thank you guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime I'm awake. <laughs> if I if I came off at all as like uh trying to interrupt or over speak anyone, I'm sorry. No, nah, it's hard. Oh, no, when, no, no. Uh, when when you're new to these lives, it's hard to figure out who's talking and where they're at, especially like on the Zoom, because not everybody's on the screen. And you can't see everybody like other people are back there. Like when, say, when Jack was talking, you know what I'm saying? You guys were cutting each other off a lot, but it's hard to tell when someone stops talking, if they're going to continue or right. there's some, it's hard. It just takes a little bit to get used to. It's okay. Yeah. I, I apologize for that. I'm, You'll get I used to it. Yeah. I No, 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 no. That's just, it's all part of it. That's all part of it. And I, pre, I you, the knowledge is, uh, you know, a lot of knowledge coming from you there, Red Pill. I'm glad you came on. I'm glad you did your spotlight, man. This is uh, yeah. pretty awesome. If, if you I, have a lot if, more knowledge than your spotlight lit on. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. I, tonight I was just firing hot. You know, I didn't mean to step on anyone. You know what I mean? No. Especially Jack or anyone. It's a rabbit hole, bro. Yeah. You know, it's knowledge. It's a wormhole now. It's the wormhole now. Tomorrow or the next wormhole, I'm going to try to focus on everyone in the chat a little bit more. Okay, so I don't want to neglect anyone if they want to ask questions or give me a shout out. Thank you, man. So. That's cool. All right, everybody. Much love, Eagle. It's always, man, you're the best. Totally cool. Red pill. Appreciate you guys. Good meeting, man. See you guys in the next one. Yeah, I'm just reading normally, but I'm uh, third eye strength. That's my little seed breeding project. It's controversial, but that's the F1s. I really wanted to talk about breeding, but maybe one time I we'll do, we'll do it too because that's another passion, and uh, we definitely need to link up and uh, chat more. Yeah, for sure, definitely. All right, everybody in chat, much love, peace out, have a yep. good day. I'm out too. I forgot I didn't show it. Thank you guys. Have a great yep. day. Thank you, Eagle. He's out. <laughs> They're awesome. Well, that does it for this wormhole. I know you guys enjoyed it. I fucking enjoyed it. 
for several reasons. I got to get a little bit of work done. Moreover, I got to listen to some great conversation by some great people in this community. Uh, those of you, I see you girl Koski uh, in there. We're uh, almost full. What can I say, brother? Uh, those of you else, man, thank you guys, man. I appreciate you guys more than you know. More than you guys. Oh, some days, someday it will all make sense. It will all make sense. That's all I can say. But, and I do feel blessed that I get to hang out with you guys night after night. Again, I apologize for the late wormhole tonight. Man, the last couple nights, man, I meant, I meant to do a wormhole last night with, uh, after the DOA uh, re-air. Fucking, I crashed out, man. I was sitting here chatting, and I got a little tired, man. I fell back in this chair, and I crashed out. Actually, I know I woke up, and it was like 5.30. I was like, ah, shit, I ain't going on now. But at least you guys got an episode, got to chat. We, I liked actually being in chat for once. It was really cool just hang out in chat again. It was, it was really nice. What's up, father and son to trimming tutorials or shorter known as fast? Stinky Dank 420. Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys hanging out, man. Let me get some fucking music going here. Why not? Get some coffee. Ah. Uh, Oh, it's all stuffy. Oh, what do we got here? Got some new names to the fucking uh, shout out list, man. Where the fuck is my music? Oh, I muted it. No wonder. Uh, probably going to be loud now. I got caught in my like crazy. Bring my chat back up. Alright. Ferrari Farms, you made the list tonight as well. Let's see if I can do this with a serious, serious cotton Let's start off the list, my friend. Something cool. We miss you, brother. This one's for you. D's House of Dank, Mama Law 710, Scarecrow 420, Green Thumb Bomb. Christina MG89, Unplugged 705, Medical McGullicuddy, Rick T, The Rebel, The 19207, Fabian, Selena, Stace, Not Here, Tom Spook, Greg Walker, Mendo Dope, T Dog, Dung Beetle, Red Eye Jedi Grows, Mother Nature, Justin Gonway, Duckweed, Rumboy7426, Justin Goodert, Strongman, Oki Grower75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Mole Vision420, Who's Your Cat Daddy, Taco, Don Slug, Rick S, In the Bushes 827, James Siemens, Kevin Hahn, World's Last Hole, Patch Fan420, BioMentor, Dirt Road Dude, Kanishuga, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Dab Goplin, Dr. Buzz, Lightyear, S. Stone, Yo Miss, 710 Canuck, Can of Queen Genetics, Sally Tanazi, Phone Door, Dirt Man Dan, Keith Black Sales, Mr. Rosalis, Zen Premium Gardens, Ross Bob, Rasa Jeff, and Izzy O'Crew, Thursdays 9, So Root, Soil Tubes, Tyler, Frosty Root, Frosty Buds, North Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar Girls, JC, 
Modern Genetics, Soquel Wiedner and John, last PPJ15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Gross, T1 Productions, Dink Grower, DOA Grow Meds, Miss Nudie Grows, I Grew Some, Johnny Candice Day. Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nikki, Zoe and Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Madam T, Stu Moo, Mo Grower, The Can of Crate, Loki Grows, Cast This Guy 7979, Burton, Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaw 31, Voodoo Ultras, Fresno Nerds, Cali Connections, Wolverine Grown, Big Jar Grows, Jimmy One for Life, Laid Wayback Farmer, D Block, MMP, Nations Creations, Amber Alana, Psychedelic, Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sicky Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Wendell, Big Ed 1961, Manawati, G3, The Green Click, J and K Triple G, Mr. Sprinkley, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa, G, John, B2 Crazy for you, BG, WG 420, but Dr. Budswell for Dr. Budswell, no 420. Purple Thumb OG, hope you're doing well, my friend. Arthro Sensimania, Arthro and or Antro, Antro Sensimania and Antro. Sorry, guys. The Space 420, Beast Coast Grower 420, Surger Out, Trades Alone, Keep It Real, Haggerton 420, Sub Zeppelin, Audit Everywhere, BTW Grows, Bingus, Green Puffin Man, Alex Boykchev, School of Crop, Cause I Love It, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Okie. Reels 100, 212, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Me All, Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13. Cheers, good morning, brother. Doom Sailbot Winds, King to Aquaponics, Indra, Michigan Native, Mary Jane's Medgarden, Streamer 77, Double D, Bad Bunny Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs from 619 from six to 664, Spaniard, Gruger, Jones of the Grow, Pop G Grows, Raz Amy Grows, Grows, Cast, the Grow From Your Heart Podcast with Ross and Jeff, Looney Linda, the Green Med Flock, Jeremiah Miranda, Sony Creek, Lost Art, Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason, Isom, P. Wynn, David Colby, Mason662, Scroggy McScrowkin, the Scroggy McScrowkin, the fourth, the Goddess Gross, Kaylee, Chad Brad, Farms, Polly P. Bjorg, Eric Ferguson, Kevin Jodry, Mike Otro, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hunter, Coos Cloud, Joshua Seensland, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, KM1, Main Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, 311 Mixup, Kinder Gross, three, uh, Evergreen, G's Friends, Tree, MMJ, Matt S, Saveball, Dragonfly B, Justin Smith, Travis, Travis Wells, Lucky Mike, Eric Ferguson, Seattle Chronic Seeds, King Chronic Titan, that is Blessed Coast Seeds, Django Gas, Masso for Life. John Smith, Tommy Trichos, Bo King, Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pilot, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Steelbert, Indo 11, Stephanie B. It's taking my music so long there. Jeez. There, there we go. I'm definitely going to take a hit for this one. Start pulling 989, Von Braun, Sovereign Garden, Stoner Nation, 420, Tommy Trichos, Joe Y, Bugs 1, 313, Grower, Painted Lady, Frank Booth, Jay Myers, Jamid, The Chat, Mr. Manny D, Bagsy, Dr. G, C, Jeff, Shredder 911, Dutch Gross, 420, Scallywag, 420, Skillful 1, Med Grower 1, Empire Breeding Co., Fagroli, Lost Leaf, Liam Mass, Danny Danko, B Bear 7, Ali Noble, CK Tom, Trinidad, Looney Justice, Smoker with Small Town, Tim S, Mr. Lazy, Rafter Grows, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Robert Hazelton, Dora Michigan Corridor, Double Tap, Mr. Green Thumb Bum, 420, 808, Rudy Prospects, The Cannabis Driver, Hate and Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grow, T-Ben, TM, 429, 
696, Root Nuts, Hammer D Nails, Dr. Scrambles, VB Moonrocks, GHF Double J, Bio Green, Stealth Grower 56, Stealth Hanky Stinky 420, OG KP, Ganja Nana, Your Mama, Georgia Joe, Roy Rodriguez, B Growing, Nature's Best Snug, Killer B Grows, Ganja Wizard, Husky or Husky Gardens, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Ooh, Soul Life, Bully One, Bully Four Life 420, The Jeff Row 420, Beavis 698. Song. Dr. Franklin Booty, Goddamn My Big Ted's Test, The Riffin' Fat Boy, Jack Greenstock, 420, 420, Boom Farm, Charlie Fire, 420, Aldridge, 25, Smiley's Garden, JD's, Miss D's Nugs, Smoking Grove, Fraser, Rokoski, Twisted Roots, The Faded Farmer, 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, Evolve, 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Joe Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, TW, Ginger Stamps, TTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP, 2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pep, 420, Candy Trooper, Blind Cat, 420, Light It Up Again, Tim, UKSIF, 420, Boot Boy, Devin Shipwreck, Medical MJ, Budsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dinkman Dan, Dinkman, 420, Red Set Farms, Good Life, Joni Bell, Teach B, Post Hated Grower, The Major General, 420 Army, The American One, the WWR714, Kenny Ocenix, Mountain Skies, ready to hit the hot pie. Chris Mertz, Ian, Save Robbie, Sergeant Live, Hepa Fake Cam, Fingered Lakes, Finest, Ridge Patch, Dozer Moon, Southern VT Grower, Choose Medical, Jerry Bear, Plus One, Mushroom, Secret City, Pioneers, My Little Tent, 2042, Spacewalker, Christian, Tree Mum, T Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T Dwayne, East Coast Will, Huddy Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Elliptus, My Natural Farm, Pacific Northwest, Seeds, Rasa, Kaya, Paul, Lemon, Oko, Trent, Rita's Juicy Life, Richard, 420, Grant Manuel, Mary Baum, Sam Sizzle, Nine Inch Cola, Chris Moe, DTA Trades, Vision Creator, Guru, The Kind Group, Canadian, Jay, Jay Wires, Dan, The Indoor Man, Grummy Homies, Hamilton, Gross, Clip Smoke, Keystone, Candlefly, PA, Big High, 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace, Drew Hustle, Fred Don Carlos, North Arizona, Grove, 420, No Sellout, Jeff, Jesse White, Gastain Yeti, Introvert, Genetic, Social J, Vixen Robin, Killer 8 Mo, Cam Buttercream, or James Buttercream, C Dub from NorCal, the Pharmacy Seed Bank Network, Deadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dora, and Tennessee's, Deb Carries K, Mike Rubles, The Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up, Stu Moo, Pop Coast 719, Bakewood Shake, baby, Old Smoke, PWC, Grown Buds, Laura Walsh, Mr. Weed Blunt, 713, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Hanzo Grown, Floor Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pungent Sound Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum, Gone God, Lori Hanson, Real, 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. Moody Conley, Pip Jam, make Bodhi babies. Show me Sasquatch. Fuck Google and you. I'm going well. Canadian Restore, Poor Dirt Farmer, Carl Wright, Zephner Hart. Zephner, Humble Farms, Tannery Farms, Seldom Seen, Oak Park Gardens, Hal 9782, Skunky Packs, Marshall Artist 2012, Michael Slave, Hefner, Daniel McDizzle, Medi Medically Fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Green, Fingers, Motherfucking Thomas, Rancho Coast and Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Champlin, Bobby Lynn Meads, Trent Digger, Monk, Mr. Mac, Tony Lake Loading, Bill S. Weed Peace, Tater Delicious, Minty Country Roots, Here on Fire Tornado. 
Fanatics, Earth Creeper, Big Brave 420, Teeny Weenie 101, Buds and Hazard, Mr. Club 14, Beater B Man Farm 616 all up. Max Groom and Ruby will he be here tomorrow night. That would be Wednesday. Timothy McKinnon's Neo, Justin Bean, Sacronic 88, Fat Valley Real, Jennifer Steele, Kim Minnis, Zero Three, Turk Farmer, Shannon Stevens, Carlitos Latino, Gator Country, Mr. Speed, Will Steen, Firesaw, Wally Wookie, The Gardens Grows, Ross and Bob, White Feather Grows, Bernard Shrooms, Tone Grows, Nank, The Caveman Grows, BX Gunner, Smith Dude, No Grows, Sean McCann, Jay Munz, Dink and Jenna, Wild Wild Cannon Grow, Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Alyssa Paris, Rock Fam, Justin Smith, 420 Ben, Fresh Grow, Thriving Herbs, Hi Boy, you remember man? Grows, we be growing Australian grown love for love of the plant. Argo American spot poker, unfrozen caveman, wise eyes, surf craft, micro groom, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius, Dank Brownius, Mobius grows. That is Dank Garden, uh, Dank Brownies, Dan D. Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, the Foraging Gardener. Overwater, Overkill, Seattle, Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, Amelia, Jensen, Oz, Indica, Dr. MJ, Coco, Brandon, Russ, Matthew Gates, D's Bags, Throne Star, Shotgun Willie, Dank, Yoda, Jay, Jay Simmons, Sure Bro, Grows, Clackamas, Coop, DJ Conley, Aaron, The Grower, Light, 1978, uh, Michigan, Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas 420, Stinky Colas, Dylan Steinford, PFC Farms, Husky Gardens again, Sungrown 707, J8 Droves, J420, Cascadian Grown, Tito's McGee, Four Plants A, Weedworks, Captain, Scrog, Skunky Buns, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee, Live, Gasser, Tempe, Annie N, D Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus. The Green Goose, 11 Spiles, 11, Bindu, Buds, Michael, Rossick, Rose, Rob, Wobby, Sean, Bins, Rescue, Ready, Roadside, LLC, Notorious, Nugs, Magma, Seeds, Father and Son, Trimming Tutorials. Oh, that is fast. Dump T, Dank, Jose, Ramirez, Perez, Dog of the Hunt, 420, Chiba Man, GR420, Community Videos, Detroit River Rat, Lewis Garcia, Michael P, AJ, Everyday, Captive Audio, Cheddar Bob, 13, Main 420, Med Grower, Cookies, Coop, Jay Kendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods, All Good, Sally Mansell, Adam, Janelle Simpsons, Ganja Roach, Kazoo, Kazoo, Aaron, the Aaron Bernard's Rooms, Mr. Lincoln Stinkins, uh, Angel Studios, MG, the 420 Grow Tent, Paul D. Ella, uh, John Fleming, thank you, bitch, Kimo Sky, Kimo Ed Sky, Fibro Flower, Polly P. Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sun Man, Chiba Sunny, Jeff Papalik, Rob. Ricardo Soso, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Forest Farmer, fuck all that be, Misfit Grower, Jason Line 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Graystone, Stoner Baker, MD, Stoner Creek, Russ Sonic, Fringe Dweller, Super Tarzan Superman, Old Man Hermit Hash, Freebird, Mo Grower, Madigar, Simple Man, Several Times, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Gulf Coast Chronic, Stink Fact, uh, Caballero, Caballero, Harley Grower, Jen, God, Steve Collins, Tom Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, in the Ireland, the Island Haze, rather, Scuba Seed Speaks, JR Ream, Randy K, Steve Collins, TCDR, peace, love to you, brother, uh, Claire Killian, Wardrobe, Farman, Randy Grande, Piff, 1000, and Ace Boog, 3223. Wake up, Captain Freedom B, Puffer Smiles, 15 digits, Michigan, Ganja, Moog, Kush, Fred G, Super Bob, 
Groski 808, Weekend at Birdies, K-Bag, Justin Station, Strong Style, Lippy, Zippy, Pinhead, Odo. There we go. Finally, I Medic, Honesty, Cal, Little, Me All Flower, Brent Bog, Todd Kendricks again, Kendricks Network, KNT, Chris D, True Seal, Foe Towns, Foe, Natty Dread, Robert Matthews, Ancient Soul Groans, Kevin Jiu Jitsu, Canna, Canna Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Collab Low Cup, Albert Tremblay, Mo Manic Meds, our Raz Banshee, Helen, Hugh Janus, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, High Flower, High Flyer, 420, uh, Lobster Brush Bro, Mother Tree, Maine, Red Pill, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Ecstatic, Ecstatic, Shannon Gibbons, Ruhan, uh, Rick W., Comfortably numb, one smoke away, the 840 show, Richard Lamb, Cannabis Pursuit, K Rolling, K Rolling, Buzzworthy, or Worthy Buzz, I'm sorry about that, Worthy Buzz, my bad, Logan, Logan Man 81, what we got here, Bill 8, Flower Patsy, the Entourage Effect, Warren Dixon, Pink Lady, El Mondo 420, surrounded by Keith, Ferrari Farms, and of course, last but not least, we just 207. To all these shout outs, I think, thank you guys for tuning in, participating. Much gratitude for you guys, man. Guests are diehards. Tune in night after night, hang out, spread much love in this community. That's why I give you props night after night. You guys know the deal. This is the end of your day for you, this journey for the day. Ah, all tongue-tied already. Get some rest. If this is the beginning of your journey for this day, have a good one. Please try to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. They do. Telling you, they add up eventually. It might just change the world. You guys have an amazing day. I'll see you tonight with uh, Jen Beth on Instagram. Uh, another lady gardener. It's gonna be a good, good episode. Don't forget to tune in tonight, 11:30. I will be here at 11:30. For episode 325. 325.